The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Monday. And you know what happens on Monday if it's my show or The Great Deception, who is the host of this wonderful program that I'm bringing you right now. Uh, Mondays mean Monday Night Master Debaters. Mondays are for master debating. So um, whether there is actual debate going on or just a cool conversation, you know you're getting one of these every single Monday over at The Great Deception and if you um, enjoy those shows, which you should, they are really cool, just free form, free, you know, no no uh, holds barred on anything. We talk about whatever we feel like, and um, that's the program that Matt over there has set up. So it's pretty cool to be a part of, but every single Monday, um, I air the previous week's episode. Sometimes I fall behind a little bit. Sometimes you'll see these coming out like a week and a half late or two weeks late. But I'm really trying to stay on top of them now. Uh, Every single week, you're getting a little bit of additional content on top of what we covered the week before on his feed. It's his show. He does a great job with it. Gets a lot of cool guests together. And we just have a great time shooting this shit. So check out the Great Deception podcast and the feed um over there and the monday night master debaters little subset show that he does if that's the proper terminology but in this one we had on upstate unconventionals nico and rosie these were some really cool people man i obviously i've known nico for a little while now doing the podcast uh a year or two maybe uh pretty early into the podcasting uh my podcasting venture I met Nico, and then I got to meet Rosie just the other day when we did this, about a week ago now. Really cool people. Um, they they definitely have this interest in kind of more, I don't want to say witchy or Wiccan stuff, but like, you know, the the crystals, The um, they're definitely big on energy. I can tell that for sure. And um, very positive, very nice people. And it's refreshing to, you know, see people like that you know, raising kids and just, you know, doing, doing the right thing, kind of seeming almost a little bit old fashioned, but then, you know, getting a lot of this new stuff in, um, you know, and, and talking about some great stuff. So I, I can't say enough good things about Nico and Rosie there. Obviously, you know, Matt and I go fairly far back with this stuff. 
you know how I think of Matt. You know what I think of that guy. Um, everything is is awesome talking with these guys. So this was a cool episode, and it was kind of interesting, you know, getting this episode out. And then, you know, if you're a Patreon subscriber, I do these once a month group chat type things. And what we do is just kind of uh, talk about whatever we want, right? Um, a lot of the people that subscribe to my highest level of Patreon, um, you know, my my highest tier, they're not podcasters themselves. They're just listeners. They enjoy uh, not only my show, but many other shows like it. And what we do is just kind of talk. We just talk about whatever comes to mind. And I don't know if it was coincidental or if I led the conversation that way unknowingly, but we started talking about rocks and crystals and shit like this. And, you know, I'm not big into that stuff, but everyone seemed to have a rock collection, myself included. I have some rocks and some crystals here. I don't uh, worship them or anything. I actually cleaned them today for the first time in months because I was cleaning my whole bookshelf and, um, you know, all my little knickknacks and shit dusting. And, you know, I'm, I'm coming across these and I'm like, man, we talked about this shit yesterday crystals and rocks nico and rosie were on here for this one let me see if i can find something that has something to do with rocks or something to do with um you know ancient artifacts or something right and i come across this really cool site what is the name of the site i want to get this right because it's a great resource for anyone that is interested in this kind of stuff it's called ancient code ancientcode.com um the actual url has a dash in between ancient and code but you could just type in ancientcode.com you'll get a ton of information on here and i was looking through some of this website's articles and i came across something that although it doesn't have anything to do with rocks it has a lot to do with what upstate unconventional does on their show um obviously a lot of paranormal talk a lot of um a lot of things that I really usually don't talk about. I don't talk about paranormal stuff. I don't talk about fairies. I don't talk about woodland uh, anomalies and things like this. But I found this story to be absolutely insane. And I actually believe this story here, to be clear. Um, Again, usually I try and find like secret society stuff, obviously. But man, this idea of the green children of Woolpit. I don't know if you've heard of this before at all. Um, I had asked Nico about it earlier today, actually. He had heard of it kind of on the surface, and I'm not going to go too deep here either. What I'm going to do is basically kind of introduce this thing to you the same way that I came across it, right? Now, the article that I clicked on was talking about do the green children of Woolpit have a, a living bloodline today? And then I'm thinking, what the hell are the children of Woolpit, right? It's uh, something that that just sounded cool. It just jumped out to me. And basically what it is, it's these two kids that show up in a town in Suffolk, England, if I'm not mistaken, right around Suffolk. And the, the village is called Woolpit. And you see a, a brother and sister, just to kind of set the stage here, brother and sister, um, Obviously, by the the title of the whole conspiracy or theory here, they were green. These, these kids were pretty normal in appearance, uh, wearing some strange clothes, not speaking any language that these uh, villagers had heard before, but pretty normal other than the fact that they're green. I mean, that, that will definitely stand out to you and, and throw you off if you see a couple green kids. And this whole thing pops up. They're thinking... Um, based off of like historical records and shit under King Stephen, 
Um, it might be Stephen. Uh, you know, I'm bad with history, but this was around 1135 to like the latest it would be would be like 1170. Realistically, uh, Stephen or Stefan here, he ruled between 1135 and 1154. But this town, um, Woolpit, was was named based off of all of the wolf pits that they had in their little village. Uh, wolf pits, for those that don't know, just those cut-out squares, usually having sticks or leaves to cover them, so that you'll have, like, you know, a big game animal walk by, and unsuspecting uh, will just fall through the pit, hurt itself in there, and then you got some food for a month or whatever for the village, right? Uh, that's significant... I think just because of of how this whole story works out, and I'm going to kind of go through just what I have recorded here based off of, you know, what I read. Now, as I mentioned, the kids obviously having green skin, speaking the strange language, wearing strange clothes, and at first they wouldn't eat anything other than greenery. It took these people a little while to find out why these kids wouldn't eat, right? Now, I guess they didn't eat anything until they saw some faba beans, which are basically green beans, right? Hannibal Lecter likes these things. Faba beans, fava beans, whatever you want to call them. And they just went crazy over these things. After not eating for a while, they saw these food, this food that looked familiar, and they went crazy over it. Now, there's a version of the story that really briefly mentions, you can almost miss it if you're just kind of skimming this article, that these kids, when they came out of this wolf pit... The they were kind of elongated. They were taller than they ended up being. About double the height of what they settled as here with like our gravity and our laws of physics and shit. So picture these green kids popping up. They're about as tall as an adult and then they shrink down to being kid size. Strange. It, it, it's something that wasn't mentioned in many um, versions, but after reading three or four versions of the story, this was at least something referenced here. Now, um... As the kids acclimated to life on Earth here, this this realm, right, um, this village that was hosting them basically was giving them this balanced diet. Their skin started to change color from green into, you know, like white, like the um, English people's skin color. And they began learning English. Now, I guess the villagers decided to baptize these kids after this, right? You got to take the kids, you got to baptize them. After they're baptized, they get brought over to some higher members in society there within Suffolk, the greater region where this village is sitting. And, um, I mean, the story kind of evolves from there. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But shortly after these kids were baptized, uh, the boy, who I guess was the younger of the two, sister's a little older, brother's a little younger, the boy was sickly the entire time, never truly acclimated to the food Uh, the surroundings, probably the atmosphere, uh, whatever the case may be. Kid was sickly, ends up passing away shortly after being baptized. We're talking like maybe a couple days or weeks after. It's not 100% clear. And this has got to be a weird situation, right? I mean, these kids aren't able to communicate very well at this point. It's not until much later that the girl learns English well enough to really kind of tell where these kids came from. So you've got these alien figures, essentially, coming to you as a human in a village in the 1100s. And you want to take care of these things, right? They look like you, except they're green. Um, And this isn't, I mean, obviously there's racism and shit like that back then, but this is a true anomaly. This is not something that's natural. You never see a green kid. see a brown kid, a black kid, a white kid, 
maybe there's some prejudice there. But with something like this, you you got to think that they don't feel any prejudice, even 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 though it's weird, even though it's a strange sight for them. They're going to treat these things like unicorns because they're essentially one of ones, right? There's there's two of them, so I guess two of two of twos. Um, it's got to be crazy when one of these these kids dies, and you have no real way to treat or communicate with with what is you know in front of you here. But later on, after this boy dies, um, the girl, like I said, after she learns English, she goes on to describe their home and where she came from. This is, I would assume, years later. I mean, you can't learn English at the level that she's supposedly speaking at here. I've got a quote, supposedly, from her. Now, who fucking knows how accurate this is? But um, she, she basically describes that where they came from, the sun never sets. I'm sorry, the sun never is, is shining fully. It's like constantly a twilight atmosphere. Um, so basically kind of dark all the time. You never really fully see the sun, though. Everything is green. I'm assuming people, animals, obviously plants, and that's really all that they're eating is plants. And she said that it was called St. Martin's Land. St. Martin's Land's uh, an interesting idea. That That's probably an entire episode. It seems like one of these mythical areas um, that, you know, it's really unclear if any of this shit's real again. But still, for some reason, this story resonates with me a little bit. I I find it just to be really interesting at the very least. And I, I, like I said, believe in most of what's being described here. Now, according to the girl that later goes on to be named Agnes, her and her brother were tending to their father's cattle, which I assume was also green. And the one of the cows ends up wandering into this cave in St. Martin's Land. Now, these two kids get turned around in the cave, and I was thinking, you know, how the fuck are these kids walking around in a cave? How are they wandering in here and and able to see and look for a cow? You got to remember, if they're not in full daylight, their eyes are probably a little more acclimated to dark, so they can go into a cave and actually see and probably look around in there. Their eyes are going to get adjusted much quicker if we're trying to look at this with some sort of logic, right? Um. So anyway, when they're in this cave looking for this green cow, what I assume is green cow, they get turned around and they start hearing bells in the distance. Some strange, like almost church bell type things. And they start going towards that sound. They're like, okay, that's got to be our home. They're looking for us. Let's go towards this sound. Go towards this sound. And they end up in this village of Woolpit. Um, Kind of almost like flashing like teleporting in a weird way. Um, They're walking towards the bells. The bells are getting louder and louder. And then all of a sudden they're right in front of these villagers that are harvesting and, and just, you know, obviously scraping the land. This is a a tougher time. So, you know, these people are outside working and would you look at that? You know, these green kids are seeing some people that they never seen before, similar to the regular, what we would call regular people seeing these green kids Popping out of nowhere, right? Um, I think it's, it, it's. I mean, it's incorporating a lot of conspiratorial shit here, right? We're talking about missing time, uh, portal hopping type stuff, alternate dimensions, a different race of people or extraterrestrials, right? Uh, this, is, this is a lot of stuff here uh, all kind of mixed together. And supposedly, th- this was that quote that I was mentioning. Now, I think it's a little high level for a, a child to be speaking. Um, not clear how old she was here or how long she had known English. 
but she's using some strange words and um, maybe I'm putting my own like, you know, 21st century American, you know, level of, of knowledge onto it. Uh, this seems very, very advanced for someone that is fresh to English here. But nonetheless, this is a supposed quote from the green girl that goes on to be named Agnes. And uh, we'll learn more about her future after this. But we are inhabitants of the land of St. Martin, who is regarded with peculiar veneration in the country which gave us birth. We are uh, ignorant in brackets of how we arrived here. End of brackets. We only remember this, that on a certain day, when we are feeding our father's flocks in the fields, we heard a great sound, such as the one we are now accustomed to hear at St. Edmund's. This is an abbey in the uh, village. When the bells are chiming. And whilst listening to the sound uh, in admiration, we became on a sudden, that's weird, we became on a sudden, as it were, entranced and found ourselves among you in the fields where you were reaping. The sun does not rise upon our countrymen, and land is little cheered by its beams. Sorry, this is weird to read. I should have read through this a couple of times before just reading it to you. Um, the 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 English is a little uh, weird for me, but the sun, let me just take that last sentence again here. The sun does not rise upon our countrymen. Our land is little cheered by its beams. We are uh, contended with that twilight, which among you precedes the sunrise or follows the sunset. Moreover, a certain luminous country is seen not far distant from ours and divided from it by a very considerable river. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, that's... um. Maybe it's not that weird. I, I just saw like the peculiar veneration. I thought, what kind of fucking kid talks like this? But again, I'm looking at it from a modern perspective. Now that I read it out loud, it's not it's not weird at all. I definitely think that this is something that could be said by a uh, a strange alien hybrid chick coming from a different dimension. Um, clearly, they're not that different than us, though. As you see later, uh, she goes on to marry. And the idea that she could possibly have a bloodline alive today is mind-blowing. I think that's pretty damn interesting for sure. Now, um, the rest of it, you know, like I said, she goes on to be named Agnes. She goes to marry this guy named uh, Richard Barr, B-A-R-R-E. Now, you might have heard of him. He's a somewhat historical figure for sure. And before meeting and marrying Richard Barr, I don't think that this was by her choice. I think this was something kind of set up for her. Uh, she was a servant for quite some time because that's how England operated, right? It's really still how England operates. If they could, if they had enough alphas, England would operate like this. They would uh, enslave everything that they possibly could. This is where the United States learned this shit from. Take some like unicorn human looking thing, unicorn humanoid, enslave it, learn what you can, and then who gives a fuck after that? After you get your shit, kick this thing to the curb. Don't even really make it a main history part. That's why I believe some of this. If this was something that was taught a lot in school, it would be a lot harder to believe. But this is interesting. If if some humans were, you know, some lost tribe underground, so to speak, right, was eating nothing but plants and greenery, maybe they would have like, uh, what is it, chloroform? Like a lot of, uh, not chloroform, uh, chlorophyll? 
right? Chloroform is the thing that makes you pass out. They'd have higher levels of that. They'd be green. I think that's kind of interesting. We eat a lot of weird shit here today, and I'm sure that our skin has, like, our, our actual tone, if you're really going to get specific, even just a couple hundred years back, I'm sure our skin tones have changed because of the shit that we put in our bodies. You got to you gotta think that, right? If you're only eating pure green organic shit, I don't think it's that crazy to think that your fucking skin's going to be green. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's a weird thought, but... Um, I definitely believe that there's more people like this, and there's probably some people like this today. They've probably just figured out, and there's a lot of problems here, but they've probably just figured out how to keep themselves separated. Or the government, our corrupt-ass government of the entire world in this dimension that we see ourselves in, has found a good way to keep us separate from these things. I don't know. I don't think it's that out of the ordinary. I don't think it's a crazy thought. Again... I'm leaning more into this stuff this month, for this month only. If it really sticks with me, I might stick with it, though, because it, it is pretty damn interesting. Um, but yeah, so Richard Barr, like I mentioned, he's a fairly extensive, he has a fairly extensive profile on, um, like, Wikipedia, couple, you know, screen scrolls down, not not the biggest page, but definitely bigger than, like, the average name that you might hear just kind of dropped in a situation like this i hadn't heard of him it sounds like some people have for sure but um he was a uh, a scholar an english justice and a clergyman so you know he was doing some quote-unquote important work and he was involved in some controversy within the church and the king's relationship from what i understand that might be oversimplifying it but you know i don't want to go this isn't really about him this is more about um you know, what goes on to be named Agnes here in the green girl and her potential bloodline. I think that that's pretty darn interesting that, you know, if you ever meet somebody that's kind of like, man, they're fucking weird. They seem like an alien, right? They just seem kind of like not like everybody else, whether it's someone weird like Greta Thunberg, right? Or somebody brilliant. Um, even somebody like Elon Musk, who's kind of like a fake genius. People like that seem to have this weird aura around them like even just seeing them on on screens right where there's that barrier there there's something weird about these people and it makes you wonder how many people like that are walking around you today that are just better at disguising how different they are i don't know um i think both those two examples that i listed i think both of them are autistic in a weird way i think uh thunberg has asperger's Musk clearly has some sort of social awkward, uh, for lack of a better term, retardation. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, man. When you see, when you hear this, and you see some people that are out there that just seem to be on a completely different level, whether it be lower or or higher than like what the average person walks around as, could it be explanations like this? Could it be like just people literally coming from? different dimensions and these bloodlines have carried out throughout time i mean we're talking really over i mean yeah about a thousand years ago in the 1100s right we're almost to 2100 kind of almost 100 years ago um pretty interesting pretty damn interesting and again i'm looking more into this stuff and i think that there definitely will be you know in any kind of story like this, there's some truth, I think. I actually went and watched um, 
that Smile movie yesterday. I haven't gone to a movie theater in a while, and when I went, I remembered why. There were some annoying fucking kids there that were, like, throwing shit in the theater. Um, the ushers had to come in and move these little shits. I don't know what they did, but, you know. these. And then, you know, in a scary movie when you're watching it, and there's something that's, like, minorly funny. Like, where if you're home at your home alone and you're watching it, you'd be like, huh. That's funny. You know, like maybe you wouldn't even laugh out loud. But then people are just die laughing in the theater. It reminded me why I don't go to movie theaters. But beside that, the movie that I watched was good. Smile. A pretty, pretty interesting movie. Um, that kind of got me thinking a little bit about what follows you when certain things happen, right? You can read the synopsis of the movie and you can know that like there's like trauma involved in this weird little situation that this uh, main character of the story finds herself in. We know that there's trauma-based mind control. There's trauma. Like when, when trauma is, is in your life at some point, it might thin the veil of some other side of something. Again, very vague here. I know, but shit happens when you're traumatized. Your mind is vulnerable. I think so to me, um, watching that movie last night, you know, minus the distractions, also kind of helped me to think about some of this weird shit that could really be real. Honestly, I think that that there's a lot, uh, a lot of things that we just will not ever understand. But I'm gonna at least dedicate a part of the show here to, like, throwing shit at the wall, throwing some of this weird stuff at the wall, seeing you know what kind of resonates with different people. I think the idea of green people. It's pretty interesting. It's it's definitely portrayed in pop culture. It's it's I mean throughout the centuries, green people have been a thing. So, here we go. The green green children of Woolpit, right? A, a pretty pretty fucking interesting. Really jumped out to me when I was looking through it. So, let me know if you feel the same way or if you just think that I'm completely off base here. Uh clearly by the way that I was talking about it, I don't know much about this stuff. Uh, to be honest, it's not something I'm 100% comfortable with. If we're talking about, uh, you know, secret societies or, you know, government cover-ups and stuff, I'm much more confident talking about that shit, but figured why not? You know, this is something that that uh, Upstate Unconventional is, it's right on par with the shit that they look into, right? So, uh, and the stuff that they talk about there. Felt like it was a perfect time to fucking bring it out, you know? And I just came across it today, so... I hope that, uh, like I said, let me know. Let me know if if you think this is legit. I hope that this brings some other angle or maybe it it sparks some kind of thought in your head of what the hell these things could be or what the whole idea of the green people and the green man and um, that Islamic version. I forget the name off the top of my head now, but this is something repeated in pop culture. So... I don't want to drag this on. Um, I didn't have a ton of information in this, but um, you know, usually we'll do these for like an hour or half an hour. Coming up on a half an hour, uh, something something pretty interesting for sure to me. So let me know. Hit me up. You know where to find me. Dangerous World Podcast at gmail.com. Dangerous World Pod on Instagram. You can always message me at Patreon if you're a uh, subscriber over there. Um, that's obviously my priority, but this is... Uh, increasingly interesting to me this weird kind of stuff that i you know a year or two ago i would not have paid much attention to but yeah um let's get into this episode thanks matt for another cool one and thank you to nico and rosie show was cool man uh always fun talking with new people 
and excited to keep doing these, man. These are these are a blast. So another fun one that we're about to do tonight, and you'll be hearing it over at the Great Deceptions feed tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe to his show. Leave him good five-star reviews. Leave Upstate Unconventional five-star reviews, too. They're a growing show. They're really doing a good job. And uh, if you have time, do it to mine, too. If you haven't already, leave five-star reviews to Dangerous World Podcast, all right? Take care and enjoy the show with all those guys. And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters, the best night of the week. Tonight, we're going to have another great conversation. We have our friends from Upstate Unconventional, and I say friends now because it's kind of a duo up there. Mm-hmm. Nico and Rosie, welcome, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for joining. Glad to be back. How, how are things upstate? Everything's changing, right? Like the cult <laughs> leaves are starting to change and stuff. Yes. Today was actually the first day that I really noticed everything is really starting to change. So Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I noticed it too. I'm like, I looked out and I'm like, oh, starting to see those reds and those oranges. Yes. And it's like, I'm, and, and it sucks because I was walking my son Sunday, yeah, uh, yesterday. And he said, he goes, dad, he goes, I love the leaves changing color, but I hate seeing them fall. He goes, because then they're going to be gone. And once they're gone, everything's dead. And I'm like, he, I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, it's tough up here That's when weird. there's nothing on the trees. I know. The grass is all brown. It's like. It's dark at four o'clock in the so afternoon. Depressing. It's, yeah. I know. So, right now it's like, like golden time. But know? like this month, I don't know about you guys. October is my favorite month up here yeah. because just, you know, the whole, not even the Halloween, but just the festive of it you know yes. you feel that fall feeling up here there's something about it especially up in the northeast it's a little Definitely. different i don't know about you rye how it is down there no i was gonna say you guys are talking about different colors changing and i'm looking at my window and it's like browns and slightly browner browns <laughs> that are out here and like some green you know we got cactuses and stuff but no man no uh you know red leaves and brown leaves and your, your browns, weather doesn't yellow. change that drastically right you well, know, you know, what's interesting is Tucson has look at us talking about weather right up front here. That's how you know it's it's uh, it's a deep. <laughs> com- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the uh, the weather, like the high to the low is the one of the highest in the country, like every whether it's the summer or the uh, winter, like the inner days. You know what I mean? Like so you'll have like 90 down to like 40 and shit yep. like oh, that. Wow. So it's strange. Crazy. Well, that I mean, and and it's different up here, I guess, too, because fall is like a a celebration up here. I guess everybody, you know, like everybody's getting ready for winter, you know, yeah. so we have our fall harvests and harvest fe- festivals. A, a lot of your state fairs, you know, just happened either in August or September, Um you know, things like that, like a lot of community stuff happens up here around that time, which is cool. Yeah. yeah, you know, I know you. I know you guys make the rounds up there. Oh yeah, we, love we hit it. up every festival. It's yeah, it's kind of a problem. But <laughs> Ryan, I was going to ask you because I was listening to this guy that does uh, organite and stuff, and he was saying that it, he's he's doing this thing throughout Arizona where he's putting all these organ devices, and he said that you guys have had the best monsoon season. Yeah. So has the rain been much better there? Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's been like usually uh, I mean, like June and July will be pretty rainy. But I mean, Mm -hmm. here we are getting into October and it's still raining pretty regularly. So there's a lot of greenery around like on the east side of town. It kind of looks like a forest in like what we call Oro Valley. 
Um, it's like the kind of nicer, classier side of town and stuff. But it's it's strange how the weather is definitely seeming to change. And I know that, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the poles shifting and all this stuff. And I don't know how accurate that is, but there's something to it with the weather. And, and whether we're going to say that it's, you know, natural or if some powerful human entities or something like that, you know, like weather manipulation, if something like that's going on or again, something all natural, yeah, cyclical. The, the thing, yeah, the thing with weather is you have to put it in perspective, right? It's like anything. You, If you want to look at it in small segments, you can, you can scare the shit out of yourself or you can convince yourself nothing's happening. If you look at it at larger segments, then you start to see patterns and, right. and the ebbs and flows of it and that all of this is natural, right? Now, do humans have a impact on it? Sure. To what extent we don't know, but to say that we are the sole cause of whatever's happening is total bullshit because we all know that, you know, you look, anyone that's done any research has seen throughout history, there, the, the, the climate tends to, you know, you have shifts. It's like, it's like a wave graph, right? I mean, and, and then on the other side, disasters and stuff. I mean, I feel like we've had it kind of easy compared to like the 1800s because, the 1800s, it seems like they just got pounded with earthquakes and fires and floods and war and all this shit. And that goes into like all the manipulation, because like this guy I was listening to says that deserts are not natural. Like they're not a natural thing. They're all man-made to some extent. And it's like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, is this true? Is this guy putting little organ devices around Arizona really making a difference? Like, I don't know. So it's just kind of cool to hear Ryan, who's not like into this stuff, saying that he's is noticing an actual difference from it. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Is that what the organ like? What is organ supposed to do? And what is an organ device? I should ask that first, probably. All right. So organ goes back to Wilhelm Reich. He was doing this uh, experiment where he took basically an organ device is just mixing some type of resin with metal. And it's supposed to change the frequency of the area that you put it in and you can add crystals to it and whatnot to make the energy positive. But he was doing um, experiments where he had this box that was like wood and steel wool and cotton or wool, like just a bunch of layers of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was curing people's cancer and they took him out for it. People would just go in and sit in this box and cancer was disappearing allegedly, you know, and uh, people make these organ blankets where they're, it sounds so stupid because it's steel wool and like some kind of natural material. You have to have an organic and an inorganic material together kind of frozen in place. So what these people are doing now, they call it gifting. They take resin, metal shavings, and like chunks of crystals, put them all in there and they distribute them around like uh, cell towers, places of high like radiation around like your Wi-Fi routers, things like that. And Mm -hmm. This guy puts them in these metal pipes and like puts them in the ground all throughout Arizona. And uh, he said over the last like four years, he's completely changed the weather. I think it's a pretty bold claim, but it's interesting nonetheless, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Uh, Has he been talking about this for four years or did he just come up and start talking? He's been talking about it for a while. He just kind of came on the radar in the last like year or so. His name is Mitch, the organ donor. I, I guess we can shout them out it's it's just interesting stuff and i've been making some of these things and 
I mean, you can vouch for me. Like we have one over there by our plants and there's new okay. leaves sprouting all the time compared yeah. to like the ones that it is really weird. Cause at first I thought it was bullshit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he started making these and um, I'm holding at the mic. Like it's the, I know <laughs> like, here it is microphone. Um, what do you have to say? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, this is it. And okay. he was making them out of resin in the garage. And I was like, this stuff there's no way this is you're okay poisoning because us. you're poisoning us it smells so <laughs> insanely terrible um yeah. but no i did notice a huge difference it's weird like if we show you over like the With plants the they're just yeah. growing like crazy compared to like the ones that don't have them near them yeah it, it's again it could just be paradelia we're looking for it maybe they just have better light i don't know but, but i am more of the skeptic with things and but the so... other thing i mean the other thing is i you know i've been looking at this a lot lately that you know, there's other things to help plant growth, mm -hmm. right? And there are frequencies that they used to use to help print, uh, plants grow better. There is certain frequencies you can use in the water to help the plants grow better. Um, there's certain things like putting uh, a, a stick and, and in the soil and then wrapping a copper wire around it. And, yeah. and that'll help the plant grow also. So, the, I mean, there's all these different things like that that you know we would never be taught in school no, or like just an example i have um i had an old copper pipe from when i replaced our um dishwasher so i just wrapped it around the tree out there and i have four big quartz blocks around this one tree and that tree's leaves are not they're not changing as quick as the other two in the yard and it's just mm. like again is it just because it's in better sunlight, maybe? Is the soil just a little better? I don't know. But it's it's weird that this one tree with a copper tube around the bottom of it and rocks around it, the leaves are greener right now. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're on to something. And, and, you know, when I say that I don't believe in this kind of stuff, it's mostly like the level that some people take it to, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's definitely uh, harmful natural materials out there right I, I think even like uh flagstone or whatever has like really very low levels of radiation that emits from it right mm -hmm. so if you have this stuff that's naturally occurring in nature that's harmful from like a frequency perspective why wouldn't there be something or, or multiple things out there that have some sort of like healing effect even or maybe like on a lower level just like some sort of positive energy would emit from these things i think it's possible for sure but when you have people like you know, taking it to the levels that they take like the Zodiac from where like if they're a total asshole that day, mm -hmm. they're just like, well, I, I'm a Pisces. That's what we <laughs> yeah. do today, you know, <laughs> and then it's it just gets to the point where it's like, dude, now you're you're kind of you're discrediting everyone like yes. people like yourself, Nico, where like it seems like there's some science that you're, you know, like actual science that goes into this stuff. You're testing it. You're you seem to be remaining somewhat skeptical of it. And that's good. I think that that's healthy. And if you're seeing some cool results from it, that's great. But uh, yeah, as long as uh, you're not basing your mood off of it, I'm all for it, dude. You know, I think that's uh, that's <laughs> yeah, a cool well, thing. It's weird, though. When we first made these, I have this one like big pyramid that I made. And when I the first night I put it in the room, she had like terrible dreams that night and was really? like, get that fucking shit out of here. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. want this in the house. I'm, I'm like the... Uh... What do you want? Like the satellite, the reset. Like he, I'm the guinea pig because I'm super sensitive to everything, certain crystals. And he put this in, and it was. It took bad. like a week. And like... I was like, please, like finally, just please take these away because I really think I'm having terrible nightmares. I don't know what they're doing to me, because I'm one that usually doesn't dream that much. 
And so it was just, it was crazy. So you took them out and I felt better. Mm -hmm. But now I think I got used to it or something because we yeah. can have a couple in the room. But mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. But that kind of, like you said with the Zodiac, that kind of goes into the whole spiritual thing. And I think we should probably talk about the fake spirituality a little bit too. Hey, you know, I'm like, always down to talk about I know. that. And yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, you agree with a lot of like what Ryan says too, because it's yeah. Hold on. Oh yeah, this this is great. Before oh, yeah, before we go, let's play oh, our boy. little boy here, because this this sums up you know kind of our feelings on this. But here we go. Namaste, brothers and sisters. I'm glad you gathered here. I wrote a little song. Things that I hold dear. See, I used to be like you, just a fool in the 3D. Until one day I woke up claiming I'm a star seed. So now I'm a coach, I'm a healer, I'm an indigo child. Take naked pictures by a waterfall and thing that makes me wild. My favorite word is sacred, and I use it all the time. Cause it's really good for business. Never said I'm always high, cause I'm spiritual. Loving like the language that I speak. I refuse to face reality. I'm tripping once a week. Cause I'm spiritual. Stressing as I burn a little sage. I'm half delusional, half in a golden cage. Kundalini, 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 Did I mention Kundalini? Kundalini, 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 Did I mention Kundalini? You see, I love to meditate, but only when somebody's looking. I wouldn't want to waste the chance to get another booking. That's great. Yeah, that's solid. I want that for my outro. That's like how, uh, how like struggling writers and stuff, they have to write like with their laptop they have to bring their laptop into starbucks yeah because it doesn't count if you're writing something unless people and someone's see not it. looking right yeah so true yep I people know. giving money to homeless people you got to film it you know well, it's of like of course you have to let everyone know you have to post it and it's yeah. hilarious it. <laughs> because i have a woman that we work with and and it's mainly i mean she's the only woman in our, in our small little department but she's a yogi and mm -hmm. oh, she is posting her shit nonstop on our corporate like web page and mm -hmm. even our boss is like why does she do this and it's mm -hmm. like these spiritual people just like have to shove it down your throat that they're just doing it you know yep. they're just they're better than you matt just accept it exactly. you'll be happier for it exactly ryan they're That's so crazy. much better than all of us, you know? That's <laughs> I suffer. Oh, God. Well, Nico and I can go on and talk about this forever. Well, you should well, say no, it's funny here. because yeah, so. it's funny because Nico was so, like, kind of into it. And I got into it, too, for a little bit. Like, the whole idea of, of you know, yourself and, and one and everything like that. And then I was like, holy mm. shit, this is kind of culty, you know? And then they mm -hmm. started bringing in all sorts of other stuff. And, and then you started then then the true colors came through when you, they started pushing stuff right once they start selling stuff to you and you know you can get it with this package but only with this package will i give you this info the magical information yeah you know get the fuck out of here i, I i'm not I buying it get out no, no i so i have a little bit of a background and i'm familiar with this stuff i took yoga teacher training back in 2014 and my teacher just completely kind of took me under her, her wing. And it was really, I did it just to, I don't even know why I did it. It was, it was one of those things where like, I just felt like I wanted another hobby. Honestly, I wasn't even, I didn't even do yoga that much um, at the time. I was just like, yeah, this sounds cool. Like maybe that would be good for me, you know, kind of thing. Like it's good for you, you know, physically, mentally, I hear it's really good. So I take this teacher training and 
this woman it was like treat me like a goddess kind of thing like we had people were worshiping this this teacher and i was like hmm. you know what i mean i did not fall for the bullshit this woman ended up taking me under her wing and i thought that was really weird because it was like i was the only one that wasn't like drooling over her you know um and so I, I feel like I was more of like a challenge for her to kind well, of that's, like. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Because the other ones she already had. She knew yes. she, whatever whatever she said they would do. You yes. were the challenge. So, okay, let me bring her closer. Yeah. So I was sort of always knowing that this was happening. But at the same time, it was kind of sick because I was kind of just playing along with it too. Like, let's see where this is going. Like, And then I was kind of like, what kind of inside stuff will I find out? Like, this is. You know, like, I want to know more about this person because she's such a narcissist. Um, So she took me in under her wing. She actually, like, did, like, this baptism with me. Like, you know, Ooh. gave me, like, these special beads and stuff like that. Had to whisper a mantra in my ear to bring me to the next level. Better throw you know. that shit away. <laughs> and so, you know, all this stuff. And then I was, like, um, um, immersed in yoga therapy so I was like becoming a yoga therapist but the whole time I was like I could be helping people I really could but I don't want this is like worshiping this woman still and she's like training me to like people are starting to like come to me and kind of like looking up to me in like a weird way it felt very off it's a lot like CrossFit you know <laughs> it's this little culty they, they yeah. these people these people are looking for something in their life yes. right and, and and they don't have it and and they latch on to these things and and that's where you see people get taken advantage of right i mean whether it's okay. a evangelical church or yeah. anything i mean it can you like yoga i mean how many of these yogis get busted for embezzling yo Oh, you know, it happens all the time. There's a yeah. huge Netflix documentary on it. Yeah. Well, Christian leaders, too. I mean, Joel Olstein is, is just as much of a fraud as any of these others. But I was going to ask you, Rosie, if, if part of you, you know, obviously looking back now, you're disgusted by this. It sounds like I don't want to put words in your mouth. But like at the time, were you kind of like flattered that this person that everyone worships was kind of like taking you under their wing? I was suspicious. And of course, I was flattered. And yeah. I also felt benefits from it too sure. not not the flattery but the yoga i i it was actually the best shape i was ever in i felt great i learned how to meditate which is funny after hearing that song but i did i yeah. learned how to meditate and that really brought me a lot of peace it really did um i it was a very hard time for me in my life and just it brought me i felt like it did bring me to a level where i had um i felt like i was more courageous to move on with my life and let go of some shit that was going on and um so there were some positives i'm not gonna lie but the actual dark side of it i got to see especially this one weekend we went on a retreat and it was creepy it was really creepy um mm. she was almost abusive i would say like extreme like emotionally abusive to me and in front of everybody it was like something snapped inside of her and she was like belittling me in class and look at you you're a mess look at how sloppy you are you're such a disappointment this is what my yoga mentor teacher was saying 
in front of and up everybody. until that point she was very nice to you and you were like her uh protege yeah almost? yeah i was like her assistant i mean i would be in her classes i would help people get into the right position like you know your leg has to be here like i would pose them perfectly so i knew the anatomy like the back you of my hand you know so for her to be like you're a sloppy look at you what are you doing you're a disappointment you're the one i chose to in front of like 50 people you know it was almost like uh like a shaming ritual yeah i was gonna yeah. say that yeah. it sounds like a shaming ritual for, yeah. as crazy as that sounds on like a very low level like how they do this with you know actors and actresses and you know pop culture figures yeah. sounds like she was trying to create her own little world and then put you through the shaming ritual if you pass the test then you can be her friend for real or some weird right. shit right and what's interesting is like when i met her i met like right as I met you. It was like kind of the tail end of your training or were you already? No, I was graduated by then. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. she, me and her, I met this woman and it was like just two rocks hitting each other. Like we just did not like each other at all. She was like just talking a lot of shit about me to you. And well, what was was really funny is I felt as though, how can I say this? I, she started looking up to me. It was really weird. And not not to sound like egotistical about it, but because I'm so grounded and level-headed about things, like she would, she started to break down and it was very scary. So like she would call me in the middle of the night crying over some guy. And I mean, this is like a 55-year-old woman. Yeah, like, but she obviously highly enlightened shit together though. <laughs> right, you that's know? what I'm and saying. It's, it's like, if you watch all those movies, like, you know, even like an American Beauty, Right. The Annette Annette Bening character. That's the real estate agent that has everything. But then behind the doors of her house, she's just a miserable twat and has nothing like she's just she she's a shell, you know, and and she she gets her rocks off because everyone that comes into her class is forced to look up to her. Right. Because if they don't, if they don't, she can talk shit to them or kick them out. She has all the power. And yep. in her life, her real life, she has no power. No, and her kids didn't even talk her, to her. Her children didn't talk to her. There she had go. two grown adult children. They didn't talk to her. She had an ex-husband that just, I don't know. You yep. know, you hear one side of the story, but there's always two. But And you, you know. see it all the time. You see it with, with, with guys or women that latch on to like youth sports programs. You see it with like dance instructors. They get so into yeah. it and so obsessed with it that they it ruins their personal life and then it becomes their life but then they realize they have nothing outside of it and, and that's the monster that eats at them and right and it was and, and and her thing was you need you need this everyone needs this right and so people would co- go to her like church you know sunday morning yoga class like you know and she would pump you up and it was a whole thing and i saw it and i just was like this is gross you know like i don't like this if i'm going to continue this i'm going to change it you know you always think you can change things because i like i said i did see benefits and then i was like no i just honestly i got to get away from it at this point you know Um, because after my initiation or whatever the hell that was i was a complete rebel and i didn't i was pissed i actually left the class I didn't, I was like, I gave her the cold shoulder the next day for her big class. We were all supposed to go to, I went and got a massage. So I completely, cause I was stranded. So I completely just enjoyed myself, you know, um, as much as I could. 
and she didn't like that but she also didn't want to say too much to me like that it bothered her but at the same time it really bothered her and then she after went that, home that night and drowned herself in like yeah. ice cream and bonbons and yeah <laughs> and then after that she had like all this respect for me and that's when she started being like using me like as like this emotional emotional crutch and then I was like, and then I met Nico shortly after. And, I was and at like, that time in my life, I was like, yoga's fucking evil. It's all devil worship. <laughs> so, Is that when I, you were wearing the white sheet around? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have even looked at him if he was doing that. Believe me. No, but I mean, it was a tough time. We we definitely had our quarrels over it. And it was yeah, um, a, like it was a struggle. We got through it, though. And yeah, I tend to think yoga's pretty, pretty sinister. I don't think it's necessarily like devil reincarnate but I, I think it's i think it's channeling something and like with that with that lady yeah. you know i think there's a lot of witchcraft that goes on like in all walks of life and it kind of sounds like she might be some sort of ener energy harvesting or she's trying to harvest energy yeah. by being like this like i'm gonna pump people up in my class i'm miserable walking in here but i'm gonna leave feeling better because I'm pumping all these people up and all these people are coming in tired and then they leave rejuvenated. She's, she's literally taking energy from those people and like, you know, absorbing it. And then like, that's making her feel different walking out. It doesn't need to be so literal. Mm -hmm. It can just be like an emotional thing. I think that's exactly yeah. what she was doing. I think that's what all these people do because they mm -hmm. come at you in the soft voice and they're so nice and they'll net you can't even imagine them doing or saying anything bad ever. And then, like you know, a fucking like pedophile, yeah, yeah. pedophile or, or just like a abusive to like, you know, level. Why aren't our kids talking to her? Probably because she's a bitch, you know, and so like, <laughs> right? it's yeah. just like, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I just have a big problem. And I've, I, you know, the re what kind of woke me up to it was having problems with people, a couple people in particular that were, you know, pretend they're very spiritual and calm and collected. And they're not. They'll say awful things to you when they don't think that they're being watched by anything so yes this yeah. the fake spirituality really bothers me especially now on instagram and online and it really makes me sick to my stomach like uh, it's what, comical. what these people are pushing you know like there's there's so many scam artists out there right i mean yeah <clears throat> yeah so many scam artists and then there's i just can't believe how people sorry my hair is falling out i just can't believe how people are like paying all this money to have somebody guide them uh, like in the spiritual path and it's like listen i think it's great if you want to go down that road but i really think it's all about self-discovery you know i don't i do not believe that you need someone to guide you to through this because especially if they're asking for money from you that's a huge red flag right there you know that's a currency exchange, you know, and yeah. once you exchange that, that, that takes every, you know, all the intention out of it. Exactly. Exactly. It's complete, completely muddies everything. You should know right away. So I see this everywhere. And I also have a huge problem with people that two years ago decided they've been, they're, they're spiritual now because I'm not, I'm not making fun of you or anything no, I know. Like this, but like, <laughs> Oh, I'm into crystals now. And I, I'm so spiritual, like, you know, and it's like, no you're, no you're fucking not you know don't you can't give people advice for being spiritual for 18 months and now all of a sudden you have a business and you're a you know a spiritual leader and let me guide you you've been spiritual for 18 months you know that that should come with life experience you know and things like that it's just it, it's it's scary you well, know COVID people pushed a lot of people for this yes it, you know yeah that is people, true 
people didn't know where to turn and and like you mentioned something like the self-discovery thing i'm even skeptical of that because of the idea of just focusing on yourself right that's what a lot of people that that find themselves to be spiritual they're focusing on themselves they're saying like we can fix all the problems in the world if you just fix yourself if you focus on yourself if you make it selfish and you're just paying attention to yourself I don't know. I I think going out and and I don't do this myself, but like helping people, I think you might well, get a much more spiritual fulfillment from helping people that need it. Yeah, and that has nothing to do with you. You know, no, it's it, actually, do, it does yeah, though, Ryan, because you're looking within, and you're you're deciding that the part of you that's missing is is helping others. You know, like what makes you whole is going out and doing those selfless acts. Well, right. Then, yeah, and that, that is part of looking inward. You know, I, I, I would tend uh, to disagree yeah, on that. Cause I think, I think that by looking inward, you're going to realize, listen, I'm missing doing these things for other people. And that's but when you're going to, that's when it gets to the point where you start filming it and making a bit a business about helping people. No, I think and it's then... the opposite. I think that's when you're going to tend to do it more out of of the light you know I, listen not it not, depends not on your 90 percent. i'm not talking about these instagram guys and all that bullshit no i'm talking there's a couple people that i know that are really into you know they've they've gone deep within themselves turned their lives around and they're not gonna push it on you but right. at the same time hey if you're gonna listen they'll talk to you yes and and I, that, I think that's yeah. real I agree with that, Matt, because I feel as though like you can, you can individually have your own spiritual spirituality. You can just like any religion, you know, and, but it comes from within, like, that's what I'm trying to get at. You can't go, go on a class to learn how to do this genuinely. If you're genuinely going to be a spiritual person, you don't have to shout it out loud to, to the whole world, you know, and Ryan, you're right. Like that is sketchy when people, you know, try to post everything and they're showing it off. Like that's not true spirituality. It's, it's, but you can have it inside you and keep it to yourself. You don't have to. And that's what I always tell Nico, like that, that makes me so angry when people have to constantly talk about it, talk about it. Like I'm so spiritual, like shut up. Like you're not because you're talking about it all the yeah. time. Cause if you, you know? live it, if you live it that right. much, we're going to notice it and we're going to see it and be like, wow, they're spiritual. Not like you have to post it and look at the crystals today and look at the, right. the sun today. Oh, it, it's a Libra moon. Get the fuck out of here. Go home. I have a great story yeah. for this. So like a few years ago, but this is probably like over 10 years ago now, but my aunt's neighbor's house, they had a fire and they, a lot of damage and everything. And it was right around Christmas time. So my aunt and like all the other neighbors put together this, just got a bunch of stuff, donated some money, bunch of gifts for like their kids and everything. And the intention was to just put it on their doorstep on Christmas Eve and just walk away. Right. And then what does my aunt do right at the end there? Knocks on, on the door. fire. Yeah, no, she knocks on the door and presents it to them so she can be seen doing it. And it's like, it just pissed everyone off. But she got the clout for it. And that was, mm -hmm. and right. it's like, you just took a, a good act and you televised it, you know, even though it wasn't filmed or anything like that. But you, she needed that credit so bad. She couldn't just put it down there and just do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't know, that's kind of shaped my whole like idea what is actually a good act or spiritual because like you just do it like there's there should be no question you should want want anything back in return you don't need to talk about it just 
if you if you can give something give it and then that's it just end it there right but yeah I, I mean, it is hard to do nice things and not get recognized for it right or do the right thing and not get recognized and i think that's why I, that's I don't do it and do nice things. I, I don't do anything nice at all. <laughs> but I think that most most of the time it's tough for for people to do that. You know, you want to get credit. Uh, it goes back to like the whole uh, as crazy as it sounds, the school system and shit, where you get extra credit for doing like the most basic shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're we're all kind of trained to in, in you know indoctrinated to feel like that. Actually, today at my day job, um, a lady fell down. And like we all heard a noise and like quite a few people walked over there to see what was going on. And you see this lady's feet hanging over the side of this this, uh, you know, customer at a grocery store feet hanging out on the edge of an aisle. And a bunch of people ran over there and I just turned around and walked away, dude, honestly, because I'm like, there's (laughs) I, I don't know CPR. I can't help her. There's 20 people going over there. I'm not getting involved. And like, I'm not, you know, trying to make a joke. I know it sounds funny, but. What the fuck am I going to do going over there? When I like there's so many other people going over there, uh, plus I'm on the clock. I'm sure that my my job would appreciate that. So I'm going to get out of there as quick as I can. But, you know, it's 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 just crazy. Like everyone in that situation wants to be around and be like, look how good we are. We went to come help this lady that fell down. Meanwhile, no one's doing anything. One person called 911 and then everyone else is just standing around, like probably freaking this lady out because they're like, oh, my God, she's bleeding and saying, you know, it's like. I don't know. I'm not really seeing how, you know, any any one of those people other than the one person that called 911 actually helped that person. Yeah. So, unless anybody was doing anything or, you know, applying no any 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 pressure to any wounds or anything. Yeah. There's dude, just dude that weighed probably 350 pounds, had his finger on the lady's wrist, like on her pulse. Yeah. Not doing nothing. You know, yeah. no one was like walking her through anything, you know, so because I did just, go back and check on it but yeah that was a, it's also such a not numb, situation though. you yeah. know yeah dude i'm not getting my dna on that shit that's gonna be like a crime scene if this well, things get crazy that's you know? the thing yeah. too like if you see someone falling down like you're kind of taught not to touch them touch them and move yeah. them like you if someone's having a seizure you don't want to go up and touch them and that's a 90s like... thing yeah that's such yeah. a 90s thing that all changed because in the 80s they were all teaching CPR. It was all about mm-hmm. helping everybody. And all, then all of a sudden, something changed in the 90s and lawsuits constantly. I mean, yeah, there you was don't want to be liable. If someone's fallen on the ground and you run over and help them and because you lifted their head up, now they have a brain aneurysm. Like, you don't want to be, you know, at we fault had, for that shit. We had one in See, high my school. My gut instinct was right. Just walk away. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurt you. Walk yeah, away. no. I mean, our, our high school in, in JV baseball, my freshman year, the coach was hitting ground balls inside the gym and one of them hit, you know, a seam and down. bounced up and hit a kid in the mouth, knocked out half his teeth. And he sued the school and the, the coach and everybody for everything. And it's like, man, it's really not anybody's fault, but they won big time money. Yeah, it was it was the 90s and it was the heyday to sue. And that was the thing to do. And it's like fuck man yeah now like you said nico now it's hands off you know and that's why you see this and what's most disturbing is you're seeing it now even when people are being assaulted mm-hmm. right you'll see these the, the eight people standing around with a cell phone recording it and not one person helping him out i mean there was that oh, yeah. poor woman that got raped on a train yeah and half that's a dozen different. people are just filming that's it terrible yeah I'm no like if i saw someone getting ass- yeah. assaulted i would help out but yeah yeah no, oh without a doubt like that's no. that's no question but that's in in today's day and age 
they'd rather record it. It's it rather yeah, they'd rather on World Star yeah. than than helping somebody. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we had that crazy situation. I'm telling you about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say. Just, oh, I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were driving through Kingston one day, right? This was like a few years ago. It was a rainy day, and we were going to one of our favorite stores. And on the side of the road, it, I didn't know what was laying on the side of the road. It, it, I couldn't tell if it was like an animal or a box or whatever. And I was like, just pull over, pull over and pull over. It's a freaking guy laying on the side of the road. And I just jumped out of the car and ran up to him. And I was like, I, I didn't touch we him. Thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. And then I was like, are you all right? What's going on? And he's like, Bleh. so I called the cops and I stayed there until, you know, made sure cars didn't go near him. He was right on the side. But it's just this drunk guy that someone threw out of a car mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Yep. And then Probably as soon an as asshole. I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or he yeah. puke or he's gonna puke or something. Yeah, but it was crazy. He just <laughs> sprawled out. The rain was pouring down on but, him. But see, wow. that's what they've done to us. They've dehumanized us. And and the value of human life is at an all-time low now. Like mm-hmm. the 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 humanity and care for one another is it's just like it doesn't exist anymore. No, like no. there's it's it's sickening honestly i mean and it's crazy like no one else was stopping but as soon as people saw me stop like in our car then then like 10 people showed up and it was like all right it's under control guys like just yeah how how did no one stop before i don't know it was like the craziest shit and i'm not like oh i saved this guy no no, i'm not saying any of that but it was just like what the fuck do you do in that situation i just acted on instinct i was like i want to make sure he's not dead you know yeah in any situation you have like a you have a like you said like an instinct you know like like i my instinct was just le- let these people handle this i'm gonna walk away your instinct was to pull over i mean i i've helped there you know an old lady falling down at a mexican restaurant we were at and like i was the only fucking one around that could lift this lady up so i gotta pick her up and put her on a chair i've helped people before but it, you're right it's an instinct thing where it's like yeah no i'm not i'm not touching this or and in your situation you saw there's 20 other people like if i saw 20 other people around i wouldn't right. stop the car I've, I've done that before too ryan where like i've seen a situation and you know there's so many people around what am i gonna ask honestly am i just you can teach you some gonna, yoga i'm just gonna be gawking <laughs> yeah let's all do a meditation while we're waiting you know be great um, to go and pretend that you know all kinds of medical shit and just get involved, and, like take charge. Everyone, step step aside. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, people do that though, and and it's crazy. Um, the world is pretty messed up though, for sure. And there's there's a lot more people that need to help people in situations when they need it, and then people that need to just like leave crazy people alone when uh, mm-hmm. when they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot, so to speak. Yeah, no, they're just like zombies out there now. I'm convinced. And and people have not learned how like you're saying ryan how to de-escalate a situation and just leave like everybody now either has to film it to the end or get the last word and that's where shit goes sideways like that one in that mcdonald's where those guys got in an argument and they were punching the guy and then the guy whips out a hatchet out of his bag (laughs) and starts just swinging a hatchet at people in mcdonald's like i've had to break up so many fights in the middle school when i was teaching it's insane Uh, oh, that's think about funny, half man. the half the teachers that can't well right and that's i was the only male teacher in the seventh grade wing the other yeah. male teacher was the music teacher and he's all the way down on the other end but it's just like i can't tell you how many times these because they're just emotional little ticking time bombs yeah and any little thing but i would just grab their backpacks and just pull them into the room and just let them calm down and, and what did you say you, you grab the guy that's not 
Wait, oh yeah, you always go after it? the kid that's getting like beat up. Like you don't you pull the the one that's getting hurt out of the situation. You don't yeah, yeah, try to yeah. stop yeah. the aggressor. Oh no, because they're gonna they're gonna swing at you first. Oh, I've been punched so many yeah. times by middle school kids, and it's just like it's whatever. But I've had to break up girl fights before, and they're vicious. They're like, <laughs> they'll, they'll scratch and Got a handful you. of hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, they're crazy. Remember the braids we saw? Oh yeah, we, we were at, like. Listening to Star Five Below. Yeah, we were outside of a Five Below, and there <laughs> was just braids. there was just like some like cornrows just cut and like on the ground, and we were like, "That's not a good situation." Right. <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of epic fights, have as you, are your kids into uh, wrestling? No, no, well, not pro wrestling. Not no, pro wrestling. They not. like to wrestle each other, right. and they want to wrestle, but yeah, because no. I know Matt, you and your kid are. Yeah, mm-hmm. my son's into it, dude. <laughs> Have you seen the footage of the Shockmaster's debut? The Shockmaster, I think from the 80s or the 90s. Which no. one's that? Well, you wouldn't know who he is unless you saw his debut because he got axed after his debut. It was bad. I'll show the footage if you guys want to see it. I was dying laughing today, like probably a half an hour before this lady fell down, the one <laughs> that I was speaking of. Dude, so hilarious. And it's like with Ric Flair and shit. I'll pull this up if you're down to watch a quick clip. I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't know. You know what's so weird, though? Like, our kids aren't into um, wrestling at all, but they know who John Cena is. They just, like, scream. Yeah, they just scream John Cena for, like, no reason. No, because that's that's something. What the hell's that from? Because my son did it, too, for a while. He just run around the house and yell, John Cena. Cena. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? And, yeah what is that from i don't know but and now he's in like Fortnite. my son has a, a naked john cena Fortnite skin like it's like it's what wild. the fuck man i know <laughs> i know it's crazy oh weird <laughs> yeah dude our kids are insane they're just little wild animals yeah, yeah it's a whole <laughs> new world raising kids in this world you mm-hmm. know i mean it, it, it's it got weird real fast and now it's just like just try and hold on at this point right mm-hmm. right to any normalcy and sometimes we're like what even is normal anymore exactly <laughs> you know? like but what what is normal you right. know what's like crazy it's... though as much as they're like addicted to technology and stuff if you just send our kids into the woods with some sticks they'll, oh, be, they'll be good for hours yep. like they don't they just Water need distraction yeah. right yeah. all you have to do is get them distracted from it and it's the same way with my kid. I mean, you can you you send him out with his friends and you won't hear from him for hours. But mm-hmm. you let him sit in front of the TV, he'll sit there for hours too if you do if you let yeah. him. I mean, they don't care, but if you direct him one way or the other, they will go. It's just they need that little push that we didn't need cuz we're like we didn't oh have gosh, that stuff. No. So it's like I'm I mean, out of here. I, I looking back, oh my god. I'm I feel so grateful for growing up the time. I'm sure we grew up around the same time and like wow. I was never inside. There nope. was just not even, I, there was no desire for me to be inside. You know, I mean, it was punishment. I was, yes, I was told to come home when the sun went down. Yep. I didn't know what time, you know, and I went home when the sun went down. I mean, as a little kid, it was crazy. That was the 80s. It was a crazy time. It was, it was crazy. Yep. Me and Ryan are 90s kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 91. So, well, you know what's crazy, though, is that that technology wasn't around when we were kids. Like, the, the crazy technology that's around today. Um, so I, I I feel bad for these kids. But at the same time, it's like, what else is going to happen to 90% of kids in the in the West, right? I, I mean, obviously, kids in, 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 you know, different cultures and stuff. 
they don't have this problem of you know being stuck to a screen but man i'd probably be stuck to a screen if i was growing up right now too you know yeah. i think it's it's so easy and it's and it you know well it's such a dopamine rush yeah you know? dude. It's such an easy access dopamine rush that these kids it's addicting you and know it really is man you know i don't have kids but it's like how easy could it possibly like it's so easy when your kid is throwing a bitch fit and you just be like here here's a Watch whatever you want Listen, to watch man, on the screen. Hey, just shut the hell up so I can do my thing. We've all been there. Yeah. You need, you oh, need a few minutes just to, to you know, before you explode, right? Yep. It's like yeah. either, either I go to the loony bin or I give him this thing for a half hour. Yep. I'm giving him the damn thing for a half hour. I'm going and I'm doing whatever I have to do to, to get away from it. And you know what it is? Maybe that is shitty parenting, but... It's it is it's survival. It is. Yeah. it is survival at this. Go punch a punching bag. Yeah, when, while your kids watching. <laughs> now here's the other side of it, though. Our parents didn't have that out, right? And there was a lot more violence in the household. Yes. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, we got it on a regular basis. Constantly, and... I was constantly threatened. I mean, like I was just constantly <laughs> yeah. threatened. Like With a knife. just never ended. <laughs> right. You know, I'm just like. So, so it's yeah. And that's the difference. I feel. I, I feel like that has, from a parenting sense, it is it has saved the kids a lot of beatings because they can just here take the phone, and they don't get it taken out on them. They get the distraction and get them to just go away. I know, but at the same time, sometimes I'm like, you know, Matt. Like, are they learning anything? Well, that's the <laughs> right other side saying? of it, though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's totally it. What are, what are they right. watching? What are they, you know who what are they consuming? Who are they consuming it with? Right. That all makes a huge difference, too. And I'm so guilty of this sometimes, the little guy, especially if he's, like, acting up and, like, I just can't take it anymore. And instead of, like, disciplining him properly, I'm not talking about, like, beating him up or yeah. anything, obviously, but, like, I just give him that. So he just, like, like you said, like, just calms right, down and I can calm down. But it's, right, but th <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. It's not teaching him anything good. Yeah, but he's you're not picking your battles, right? I right, mean, you, exactly. you could fight every battle if you wanted. You could. I know. You drive it's yourself true. insane. It's true. Your kids may not like it in the long run, right? Like, th there may be some resentment there of yeah. over-parenting, so to speak. And, yeah. so, you know, but you, you got to go by feel. Right. Yeah. I mean, yes, as yeah. a parent, you you know what's you think is right for your kid and you roll the dice and hope that your choice is the best one. And and it all works out. And in the end, if if you know, if it works out great, if not shit, I got to make a de another decision. You know, <laughs> right? I always say to Nico, I always say, tell him to pick his battles, too. I'm like, yeah. you have to, because you'll just be so upset yeah. over every thing. And I'm well, like. Cause I, I, I don't know, maybe I was just raised like so strict. Like yeah. my parents were so strict. If I did anything wrong, it was like not so much an ass whooping, but like just, it wasn't worth it. It was just worth it to behave. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just want them to like this afternoon, our little guy went camping with our parents over the weekend. He came home, just loaded up with candy, puked all over the place, you know, Sunday morning. <laughs> he was like hung over when he, he was, he had like a legitimate <laughs> candy hangover. And then, like, he's running. So I put he's, the he had pirate like mustache oh drawn on him. I mean, he legit looks. <laughs> yeah, my mom took him to the store. He still had his pirate makeup on. He wouldn't take it off because he wanted to show us. So yeah. he like came home. I'm like, you took him to the store like this. Oh man, <laughs> this little drunk five year old. Right. But like, 
So like he, I had the bucket of candy and he's like, I put it up on top of the fridge and he like took the chair, ran over to get it. And I'm like, no, you cannot take any more candy right now. Like this, I'm drawing the line here. And he had his moment and then he was fine. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. you just have to weather the storm for like 10 minutes and just listen to him yell at you. I hate you. This is so unfair. Was he wearing the pirate <laughs> stuff when he was yelling at you? No, no, no. This was, oh, that was, oh, that was, yeah, that was good. Actually, this was today with the candy bucket. Challenge but... you to a pirate fight? <laughs> I'll challenge you a to duel. a duel. Yes. No. Yeah, I did. No, yeah. I, I'm really interested to see how the kids uh, that are growing up today, like what their like addictions are going to be in the future. Because like I know like nine, 80s and 90s kids, you know, weed and and, uh, you know, booze and stuff like that is massive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think like the the generation like the the Z. What is it? The uh, generation Z? Or, yeah. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like they're going to be on pills and shit like that, like yeah. uh, Adderall and, Pharma. and, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they're getting stuff. they're getting targeted, and they're like, you know, anxiety's cool. It's cool to have anxiety right now, and I think yeah. it will be for quite some time. And they're going to be like, "Do you have anxiety? We'll take this," you know, and and it's just going to HD, right? You get everybody it. has it. I yeah. was hooked on Adderall for a couple years, mm-hmm. like as an adult. Like <laughs> you just really the problem is though he was yeah yeah. And crazy. when was that? After the little guy was born, yeah, and. uh and it helped you lose weight. It helped me lose weight. Well, because so he, he gained weight. He gained weight because every, 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 like, thing Sympathy I pain. had during pregnancy, like weight gain, headaches, he had it. I gained 30 he pounds. He was that guy. He had, like, sympathy <laughs> pains. And he you gained got pregnant, weight. too? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was crazy because I was in such denial. I've always been, well, I was really fat when I was in middle school. And then I slimmed down and I've been, like, 160 pounds, like, Tell forever. me you were lactating. not quite not quite um oh man but yeah my pants weren't fitting i was almost 200 pounds and i was like this is ridiculous so i started exercising a little bit but (laughs) taking adderall and adderall and like i didn't take it to lose weight i took it to focus and the problem is you actually get a lot of shit done when you're saying it's like the house is so clean like Like i was doing running my own lawn care business i was like working for another lawn care business teaching it was just like but i couldn't sleep at night like i i was just it was wearing me yeah, out you're so. an animal it was, it, was, too much. it was insane and then you get hyper focused on stuff and you get really emotional like it's yeah not good it's not a good thing good. i was only on that for like a couple months but still mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah, so like it, it's super addicting because you really do get everything done like you need to <laughs> Oh, dude, I, 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 when I was living with my buddy after we, I, my ex and I sold my condo and we're looking to buy a house with the little guy, he was like two. And, and my buddy offered us to live in, like, he had this little room up on the side of his house. And he's like, you guys can stay up there if you want. I'm like, all right, perfect. So we stayed up there. Well, he had Adderall and he took it for like to go to work because if he didn't, he wouldn't go to work. And he's and he started like leaving one for me every day on his desk. And I was Good like, plan. I started taking them and I was like, holy shit. After like a couple weeks, I was like, dude, I got to stop doing this because this stuff like same thing. I wasn't eating like mm-hmm. I'd stay up all night, but I'd man, I was getting shit done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, man, ornery as fuck, though, right. you know, mm-hmm. like moody. It like, was ter- he was yeah. terrible. <laughs> like you, I, I always just felt like like. I don't know. It's almost like there's a demon inside you. 
Yeah. And you just want to get that next thing done. You're like, yeah, it's two o'clock in the morning, but I can cut one more lawn. Like yep. socks are alphabetically organized. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. He was a punder. He punned. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. Cause I never heard of this before him. He looked it up. He would roll his socks in, like perfectly. <laughs> and like his yeah. underwear, he, he like taught himself how to military into, like, military fold. Holy yes. shit. And I was like laying in bed, like breastfeeding, like, can you shut the fucking light out? Like, <laughs> He's just I'm counting done. the 300 and by in increments of three while he's doing all this shit too. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Oh my god, we it were... was a nut job. Yeah. So but, thank uh... God that's over. <laughs> but uh, what I want to say, funny. kids, kids today don't drink or like smoke weed as much as like kids our age did back in the day. Like it's weird, but you're right, Ryan. They are. Uh, I think Ryan said it. They're more on prescription drugs now that's like the thing especially in our area yeah like but they don't really there's not a lot of alcohol anymore no, like, kids, like they think it's lame now mm -hmm. like i one of the dealerships there's like a couple 22 year old kids and they like they don't go out drinking they just pop pills constantly yep percocets uh how lame how it, right? yeah and they sit around and they don't yeah. they smoke a lot of weed too but they just like sit so around do, and they, you go too. to a party anymore? they sit on couches basically yeah. well they'll, they'll go pills? to a party but they'll go sit on a couch because that's exactly so what they do hole. and they just like put a movie on and they smoke weed and they just chill and it's like do they even so they do smoke weed still the, the two i know mm. do but like it's just like this is not cool like when I was going no. to parties in college, it was like insanity. You know, you're zombies yeah. at that point. There's oh no gosh. social interaction. You know, yeah. Right. They're getting ready for the metaverse. Is what they're doing because that's yeah. what that's what oh. it's all going to be. It's sitting on the couch and, you know, they're going to be fighting in the in the metaverse and stuff. Mark Zuckerberg was at the UFC event and I think they did some. Uh, it, it, he bought out the whole uh, previous UFC event, so it was like a private Facebook event, and I think that they did some like covert uh metaverse technology experimentation in oh, there wow. i guarantee yeah. they did yeah they sure made it did. seem like he was just there trying to watch it because he's an mma fan and stuff but i bet you that uh you know there's some digital shit going on there which is weird weird oh, to think God. about the technology <laughs> that could be around the corner we get fake mma fights like holograms fighting oh yeah them. dude people that have like online beefs they're gonna like you know set up their avatars and go fight and like but you know there will be like personal trainers in the metaverse so it's yeah like, oh yeah no, no, no. And, i yeah, mean you can buy fucking re you can get realtors in the fucking metaverse it's crazy dude, talk. that's insane i heard of this company where you can buy and it's not the metaverse but it's uh what is it called i think like land land lanta i think maybe lanta and you can uh buy like bits and pieces of actual commercial real estate deals like real deals and then you get dividends monthly based off of your percentage of this multi-billion dollar contract so like maybe you're you're throwing in like 30 40 bucks and then you you might make like 50 cents a month based off of that it's like and then it might like grow depending on how well the deal you know develops or whatever but i thought it was pretty interesting so i think sounds there's gonna be more of those it things. sounds very crypto-y to me yeah and that's I mean, in it, the it, real world or on digital yeah I'll, land. See, I'll see if i can find it no it's in the real world and it's um they have that and then they have the is it like an etf real estate. type thing or is it no no it's not an etf let me see if i can find okay. this real quick did you see uh kim kardashian got busted for uh sec violations no there's yeah, she had to pay like uh, one and a quarter million for she was pushing some crypto mm. and it was a big like pump and dump scam. 
and she pushed it enough and and she made a bunch off it but yeah and she got busted by the sec and that's the difference between (laughs) us and her she in a pump and dub scam just pays 1.2 we have to pay like a hundred thousand dollars 30 years in prison yeah exactly such a my crypto portfolios are like in the toilet right now so i can't even look at them like see i would rather wipe my ass (laughs) with your wallet than invest any of my money in crypto because i think it's the biggest scam ever i think like that's the closest thing to like you know like they're talking about the you know the end currency that's Mm -hmm. it you know because that's just anything digital man but if you can't touch it they can take it away from you without any you can't defend it right Right. and that's where i have a problem with all this meta all the wild shit is if you can't tangibly touch it do you really have it is it really in your possession kind of the same with cash too like yeah we can tangibly touch it but is it actually worth anything yeah and it's not actually there only one percent of that cash that they say is in your bank account is actually like you know, like you could, if everyone went to pull out, you know, the hoops and bounce, right? I would have to go through to empty my savings account right now. It would probably take me a month to to be able to empty my savings account right now. Yeah. Banks only have like what, if, if they're even lucky, like 30 grand in them at a time. Yeah. My mother, my mother, and and she says that you cannot, if you want to take, I think if if you want to take out more than a grand or two, you have to wait a couple days. You have to fill out all mm. this paperwork, and it's just—it's insanity. Look at this. Yeah, this is this weird shit. I don't know how legit this is, but I thought it was a cool idea in theory. It's, it's legit uh, as fucking cryptocurrency. <laughs> well, look. So listen, listen. What it is is like this stuff. Like, like. So this is a real house that you can go and touch. This is why I don't think that so you own a piece really of matters. someone else's house. That's yeah, interesting. exactly. A piece, a piece of the land underneath it is what I think it is, because that's what <laughs> real estate really is. Right. So but you only own just... so much because of the mineral rights of stuff. Right. Right. How, yeah. how deep. Yeah. You only that? own a certain amount of feet down on your property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not recommending anyone go and do this, but there are companies like this out there that I think are scams. Um, well, they have a future, dude. I'm telling you, they have a future. <laughs> I just, think, I think it's a, I can't buy into this shit, man. I think it's such a hoax. And anybody well, can you that... buy into anything? Can you buy into the future of like any gold. company right you now? Buy gold. <laughs> yeah. Can you buy into gold and silver? That I mean, that was something that they were telling us was going to be massive this time last year. Cash is a worthless asset no, to have right now. No, but I think gold and silver have proven to be steady, at least. Mm-hmm. Everything else has no proof of any sort of stability. And that's the problem. Like even cash. I mean, cash, cash is worthless. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But if we're all playing the game, it's worth as much as they say it's worth. Yeah, so, dude, but like right now, silver is worth supposedly an ounce. Silver is worth $12,000 an ounce or $1,200 an ounce right now. Okay. But it's like less than 30 because who controls the prices of all this shit not us not people like us so it doesn't matter what like what we think any of this stuff's going to be worth it's that's why i think these things are really interesting because we're getting pushed into this digital world and i'm just wondering what isn't the scam there's something out there that is legit i'm not saying this i'm not saying crypto i i still tend to believe in crypto a little bit but Dude, How is any I mean, of it legit, Rye? The whole the whole system that we partake in 
is illegitimate. Yeah, that's right. what I that's what I was just saying. Like I mean, the cash, the so you know, nothing. Why, why I think why physical the property is still the best different? thing. Physical property, just if you can get land cheap, just get it, you know. But even, even then, they anything. can just come in and scoop your land right out from under you, eminent domain. I mean, like there, mm. there's nothing. If we're gonna get super overly conspiratorial about any of this stuff, what's the point in anything? Because... Yeah, but you also have to realize where you are, right? I mean, if you go, if you go where Nico is and a little bit north of there, you go, you go buy a couple hundred acres. Nobody's bothering you. Mm-hmm. You will not. You may hear from the sheriff once a year, but that's about it. Yeah. My, my my uncle i'd like to think that did that he went up there he, they live up near the canadian border he bought a couple hundred acres real cheap yeah and put put a house on it for himself and then when his kids got older gave them some land let them build a house on it and they hunt on their own land they do everything i mean they still shop and everything at stores for groceries and they work normal jobs but they they bought it and they just got out there and nobody mm-hmm. bothers them and yeah. it is what it is out there. It's not the cities are where all the problems are going to be, mm-hmm. right? It's it's where you have all this congestion. Once you get out into the suburbs and stuff, it's not you don't see the same issues and you're not going to see the same issues. The push is going to be in these cities. Yeah. Like even where we're yeah. at right now is, you know, <clears throat> going to be questionable, possibly. But like you said, upstate New York, people don't realize is mostly just land. Like if you go. Just it's like an hour north trees. of us. It's yeah. huge, too. It's just, it's... People don't understand how big New York is. Yeah. You know, it's... You can drive in it for hours. But yeah. yeah. so, like, you know, to be, like, to to push back on the idea, because I'm with you, dude. Like, the cities, they, they suck. Like, already we know that they suck. If we're going to, like, believe in the Agenda 2030 and all this stuff, right? Like, the Agenda 2040, whatever we want to call it this week. There, the idea of that is pushing people they're starting in rural areas and they're going to kick people out of those areas first into cities and then they're going to consolidate people into cities so we've been hearing by the same people that told us stock up on storable food from my patriot supply mm-hmm. stock up on all this stuff mm-hmm. but don't live in the cities get out of the city get on your own land do all this own stuff right i'm just saying it's not just this black and white thing where you can say it's definitely good to live in a rural area it's definitely bad to live in a city. Oh, there's definitely downsides to living in a rural area for no, sure. I think it's great. I live in a rural yeah. area myself, but yeah, but it's overall, they're going to push I, us out though. They're going to try. I, I just don't know how much of it is actually going to happen. Just seeing how like local people around here, like officials and stuff can't get anything together. Like what, they're going to have to send in the army or national guard to start doing this shit. China like, disguised as the United Nations. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <clears throat> that's what it would be. Yep. It would, but it's, that's the biggest of fear porn. And that's like, that's like yep. a Q-tard's wet dream. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same as, it's the same <laughs> as like the, what was it? Um, we were going to have what, what law was, was Trump going to put in during, uh, during all the riots and everything, he was going to bring in the military and, you know, it's, yeah, it's the same shit. They keep pushing all these, you know, we, we survived the, the food shortages, right. But yeah. yet, hold on. The worst is yet to come. Then right. we survive the gas spike and then it comes back to, Oh, but wait, the worst is yet to come. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, at some point we just got to say, fuck it and stop worrying about what they're trying to push down the road and just live now because yes it's exactly. it's nauseating 
just chasing this nonstop fear porn that people are pushing of it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And nothing fucking happens. Right. No. I mean, they even do that in the spiritual world. Like, yeah, something terrible spiritually will happen on the 8th of December. Everyone, you know, it was written back and blah, blah, blah. So it's like nothing fucking ever happens. And we're not going to live for that date. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like once anyone gets that date. Yeah, once anyone uh, like gives the date, they lose all credibility. Yeah, you know, honestly, that's that's the number one sign that they have no fucking clue and they're just looking for clout. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. But yeah, I hate the fear porn stuff. I don't give into it. I don't want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. I just tell him if he's starting to look at stuff, I'm like, no, don't even tell me. I don't want well, to. You know what? You know, what you do pay attention around you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at your gas prices. Look at your grocery prices. Pay attention to that stuff that really impacts your life. Yeah. And then you can worry about some of this other stuff if you have time. But, you know, if if you're not paying attention to what's going on around you, you'll know what the the flow of things is at the time, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's your barometer is is and everybody's going to be different. Right. Mm-hmm. Those people in California. Fuck, I feel for you. Because especially yeah. the ones in like the San Francisco area and stuff like that, that's like Babylon right now. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel for those people because it sucks. And but I feel like at times it's it's intentional. It's done by the higher powers to to allow this stuff to take place and ruin. Yeah, these I think so, too. Yeah, that's why we stay in the paranormal world. <laughs> Just yeah, <saying. laughs> no, I'm done with it. I'm mm-hmm. with you. I do all history stuff now. And I had. Mm-hmm. I had some guy uh, just reach out to me and I got to get back to him. Um, And he wants to do something about like agenda 2045. And I'm like, dude, I'd love to talk to you, but that's not my show. You know, I'm not into that stuff. Any, I I, I was into it kind in the beginning. And like, if something, you know, that I think is important comes up, I'll obviously, you know, and put it out there, but I'm done with this. The the predictions, uh, no more, Uh, no more. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. I'm sick of it. I stocked up on food in 2020, you know, I, uh, how much have you eaten of it? (laughs) Oh, when I moved, I left it all in my old apartment. I I left like $300 worth of my Patriot supply in the, in the cupboard. I'm like, whoever moves in, good luck. Here you go. Here's a welcome gift. That's so funny. But yeah, I'm, I'm over it. You know what? Because if shit hits the fan, I will find a way. And that's where I've come to, because I, I, I sat in that fear box for, and not like some people, but like in my own head, I'd be there and I'd be like, do I have enough? You know, this guy says it's going to, tomorrow it's going to spike and everything's going to crash and oh shit, do I have enough for three weeks, three months? And it's like, no, you just drive yourself fucking crazy. Like know your neighbors and have a, have like a a brain on you and, and you'll be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. exactly yep definitely but uh it's too much yeah. it's too much no Don't worry about I, all that i stuff. can't so yep. i, I want to before we get out of here i want to talk some fairy talk because i am fascinated by like fairies gnomes elves like that whole yeah. creatures of the forest like not the giant ones like the little ones because yes when I was a kid, like we used to spend a ton of time in the woods, you know, we were building yep. forts, we were riding bikes, we were, we spent all our time, there was woods right across the street from our house and whether it was the river, whatever. So we were really into it and, and 
in there so much that like we had jokes that there were spirits in there, you know, these little spirits that would would fly around and like, oh, which one is that? And there were different names to them. And one of them was an asshole and they would destroy <laughs> stuff. So if like our fort was there was stuff wrecked in it, we're like, oh, he showed up again today. And yep. if if like it was nice and clean outside, we're like, oh, the other this fairy must have been here or this spirit must have been here. And so like I never thought about it and I forgot about it until I heard you guys talking about it on your podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, holy shit, it just brought up so many memories. And I'm fascinated because on the other hand, my grandfather was into gnomes and he that's a whole nother like show because he went into this big, long spiel one time about gnomes and and what the purpose of them was and and why he had them and why why they're like in culture and things and i'm like okay cool and and yeah. so i want to hear what you guys have on the whole gnome fairy like for the people of the forest yeah i know i think that's so cool that you had those experiences too like i had when must i was... be an 80s kids thing <laughs> <laughs> hey we didn't have all the electronics there wasn't all this 5g killing everything right we could right. still see them yeah but I had the same kind of experiences like that. I would see things. Yeah. I would. I would see. And they were little. And I feel crazy. Like I told Nico, I feel crazy sharing this, but I feel more comfortable now because I it's already out there. But like I, I would see these things and they were like in and out of the gardens in my grandparents' house. Like they had big gardens and stuff like that. They grew every fruit and vegetable. I mean, they had like grape arbors and these things were like... <laughs> like climb up the grape arbors like I saw them and yep. I you know and then I'm like okay and then I got older and I always thought about them and I was like no I just had a huge imagination I just that was it I just had a really big imagination you know I was an only child I was left to my own device like I was you know and then I and then I had an experience when I got older and I was in my 20s and then I had the same freaking experience a different location but I saw them again. And then I was like, okay, there's something to this, you know? And I believe, I believe they exist. I really do. Well, what it is too. And one of the things, as I got into this a little bit more, not like into, I'm not into the, the whole fairy. I, I know little to nothing, mm -hmm. but when I got in, in the old world research that I do, I come into like frequency and cymatics a lot. And one of the things that we start realizing is what we see with our eyes is such a small percentage of what's really going on around us that the fact that there may be these other things flying around us that we just don't see yeah it's so possible so you know possible. and you think about you know people that see ghosts and apparitions and things like that to fairies to bigfoots to you know you name it it all could just be an energy wave that at certain times you are tuned in with and and in that frequency and can see it and other times when you're out of tune or other people that aren't in that frequency they'll never see it yeah no, no I, I think that's a great point and i think a lot of the whether it's not just 5g but all these towers all these like low frequency devices we have around all these even down to the building structure like you talk about we have brutal architecture now i think that all plays some type of role in cutting us off from this because you read stories from the 1800s fiction stories document like anything they talk about spirits in the woods they're talking about all this stuff like it's just common knowledge you know and 
now we don't have it now it's just fairy tales like what if these stories were real at one point and they just throw the fairy in front of the tale and make it you know like a children's thing now now it's all fake but Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean we've had so many weird experiences just like catching glimpses of stuff like i i believe that they're they're right here with us they're either if you want to call it another dimension or whatever but i i do think it is all frequency too like you just if you get in that right resonance for a split second you might see something mm-hmm. i mean people on dmt see these elves and clockwork things going around all the time and it's always you can take a hundred different people and put them on the same thing or <clears throat> you know all over the world and they'll see the same thing is what i'm trying to say so like you have to kind of look at that data as like something tangible, like, you know what I mean? Someone there's, there's some consistency there. I I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting to me. I think that they're here and they've done a lot to hide them from us. You know, like we want to do a story on Rip Van Winkle because that's kind of like the area we were living in. And if you read that story, he goes into the woods and these fairies put him under a spell for 20 years. And then he comes back after the revolution is won and all that stuff. But it's like a part that gets kind of cut out of a yeah, lot. The of story like... is like he bumped his head and, you know, mm-hmm. and then he never woke up for 20 yeah. years. Yeah. The original story, I think they give him something to drink and he like goes to sleep. He wakes up his, you know, rifle is all rusty. His dog's gone. He comes back and it's America now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would they put that in there? You know what I mean? Did he time travel? Like, I don't know. It's it's an interesting concept. It it's something we want. I want to dig into a little. You more. guys have some crazy stories from that area, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you look at the stories that are originated from, you know, down in the Hudson Valley in that area. You have, you know, the headless story of the headless horsemen's down there. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Rip Van Winkle. There's all these sort of folklores from mm-hmm. that area again. And I, I, the more I start thinking about these things, these old stories, these myths, I tend to start thinking there's a lot of truth to them mm-hmm. and a little bit of falsehood mixed in to, to just lead you off track to make you say, ah, okay, well maybe this little part's definitely false. So the whole thing's false. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, but even when you say it, I get chills because I do, I, I feel it was all very real. And I think you're right. They kind of add these extra elements to it to be like, no, that's that's so outlandish, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but even driving through the Hudson Valley yesterday, was it yesterday or two days Saturday. ago? Saturday. Saturday. Um, just driving through these little towns and like there's energy there that you just can't explain. And there's some real spooky energy too. You drive yeah. through the Catskills. I mean, mm-hmm. it depends all over that area. There's so yeah. many different energies too, depending yes. on where you are. You yeah. go down into lower Hudson and Westchester counties and it's a totally different vibe and up where you guys are is a whole different one up there. It's, yep. it's a magical place. It and I, I think there's a reason why New York state is so big. Right. And it's, it's, that massive landmass where you look everything else in new england is kind of cookie cutter mm. you know it's a very Maine. strange shape too the state lines yeah. oh, are really oh, it's weird. so yeah. weird like how Texas. they cut they cut pennsylvania out of the bottom and then they just kind of cut it on the side and gave new england the rest but like yeah. there's the connection to new york city and then up to the giant mass of 
New York State. Yeah. And where we're at, we're right like on the border of like Vermont, Connecticut, Massachusetts. We're within an hour of all those Pennsylvania, Ohio, Mm -hmm. right? New York borders so many different states. It's 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 unbelievable. And New York has such a bad reputation, which is so funny because we actually, I mean, there's so many things we can hate about it, honestly, but where we are upstate is so different than like New York City or downstate. It's completely I different think it should than be what, separated. what and... people think of New York. You know what I mean? Take all the Well, I think it's hilarious it. when people yeah. say they live upstate and they live in like Yonkers, you know, oh, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, just like just outside of the boroughs. It's like, wait a second. No. Upstate. No, upstate is like Albany and North. I mean, yes. even like Poughkeepsie, that's kind of that's like mid upstate. Mm, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I would say more like, yeah, maybe like Kingston, maybe. Yeah, Kingston's like where it starts to transition. Like the Hudson up. Valley. Yeah. Yeah. That's the transition up to it. But like yeah. now what's crazy through. too is you can to go from west to east or east to west, however you want to go across the state. I mean, it's gonna take you what 10 hours? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. The state is so massive because we used to drive up to uh 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 up near St. Lawrence, and that was six hours. And just going straight up through the, and you go up through the Adirondacks and there's nothing up there, like you guys said, but mountains and trees, you won't see another car for an hour. You won't see a house. You won't see anything. No. And it's great. actually. But, but they say everything's overpopulated, right? Like that's why I have such a hard time believing it. Cause even where I am now, I'm in Massachusetts. I'm in Western mass up in the Hills of this small little town. Mm -hmm. And you drive five minutes past my house and you won't see anything for a while, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll have no cell service. It's beautiful. You're out. There's just trees everywhere. There's nothing. That's and so nice. It is what it is. It's yeah. there's no, there's none of that bullshit no. we were talking about cities, before. Cities have a population problem. There's, there's plenty of land throughout this whole country. We could fit the whole world's population in here if we had yeah. to, you know what I mean? And it's I think just, it fits in Texas, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's all with an acre, I think. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, like everyone would have close to an acre of land. It's no way. Yeah, I thought it was like packed in in Texas. Maybe I'm not sure. Oh, in Texas alone. Are you saying in Are you saying in the United States as a whole or in Texas? Because I was saying saying, like everyone can fit in Texas. No, I think everyone can fit in Texas, but in the United States as a whole, everyone, the whole world's population, could have a whole acre of land to themselves. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. We have we have plenty of lands. That's yeah, not it's, not it's all nonsense. But yeah, dude, this area is very weird. Right like, we drove through my hometown, and it's like we went past my old house, and I've talked about how like my house was haunted growing up, and you just feel it. The energy shifts when you drive by this area, and like the little you know mile radius around it is just heavy energy. Like so heavy. Is it just because yeah. it's old? No. no, it's not even no, that old. That house else. was built in the seventies. Yeah, like, oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the grounds. <clears throat> yep. It's the actual land. I can see, feel and that's it. the thing a lot of people don't understand is the land out here. I mean, <laughs> I hate to say this because it sounds stupid. The land out here has such history. The mm-hmm. land out west has the same history. We just don't know about it. They haven't written about it, but it's so well documented out here. The mm-hmm. the history of the land and the back the the back and forth of a lot of it, and what happened up here 
a lot of it was nasty stuff and a lot of that juju got left in the land yeah mm-hmm. you yeah. know with the settler between the settlers and the natives and back and forth and then between different settlers and it, it's you know they, i mean i it was it's crazy because i was talking to my landlord and he's a guy who's grown up in this area now the town that i live in probably was incorporated in like the 1760s so it's been or, or no 1740s he said he said town hall or the center of town used to be up on the hill he said but it got attacked and raided by indians so many times that they moved it down into the valley where they could protect it better. And he said, that's why town, uh, the center of town is where it is now. And he's like, you can go up on the hill and see some of the old remnants of, of town hall. But like to hear that history, I'm like, holy shit. Like he's talking native Americans versus settler kind of thing. And like that history is right here. And it's not that long ago. If you think about it, I mean, it's a couple hundred years. Right. right. And like the town I grew up in, Saugerties, that was settled by the Dutch. And everyone knows how nasty the Dutch were like in that area, like the the whole Sopus Creek area and yeah. everything. It's just it's a weird, dark energy there. Like. And it just, is that in, is that Dutchess area? Uh, That's Ulster County. OK. Yeah. <clears throat> but Dutchess County is like Rhinebeck, right? Rhinebeck, um, Red Hook, Red Hook, Germantown, like all that stuff down yep. that way. OK. But, <clears throat> But no, you definitely, and like you said before, there's different feelings in all these places too. And I get like weirdly attached to old things, very attached. And I feel like it has like a hold on me, but I can tell the difference between like, I got to get out of here energy or like, I romanticize a lot of history stuff, you know? So like, I only like to be in places that have been lived in. Like, I like feeling that. I like owning things that were previously owned before. It gives me like all this comfort. So I, again, I don't know if I just over romanticize it, but like I couldn't get over the fact that like we left this old little cottage in the Catskills to move like to this really nice place, you know, like upstate more. And like, I was so attached to this shitty house we lived in. (laughs) And I was like, I, I still go there and I get emotional, you know, this house had a hold on me. So I get very much like weirdly attached yeah. or things attached to me. I don't, I, qu- I can't quite figure that out yet. But I lived in a weird spot where I kind of felt like that for a little while too, where there was this house that me and three of my buddies lived in. It was like the first real house that I lived in. I had an apartment, but I don't really count that because it sucked. But this first house that I had with some friends was the energy there was strange for sure just super weird and i'm not really huge on that you know energy stuff i pick up on stuff but um we thought it was haunted for sure i mean you know Mm -hmm. we're kind of young and and you know every once in a while we're seeing some weird stuff and having weird feelings but yeah i've driven by there a couple times and yeah i mean like that's where i had like my dog z the dog that just passed away recently fairly recently and he was a puppy there and like taking him on walks on these like windy roads that are around that there's there there's definitely something to be said about like houses that you connect with on a weird level and, and and it's hard for me to explain i don't know what any of that is i've lived in this house for six years and i don't really feel a connection to it at all it could burn down tomorrow and as long as nothing that i cared about like you know my dogs my guns my stuff that's important was yeah. in here i i wouldn't care uh this thing could literally burn down right now and it wouldn't bother me but that house was great so i don't know 
what that is. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's funny you say that because my old house in Connecticut, I cannot even drive. I haven't driven past it. I've gone back. I go back, you know, a couple times a year and I cannot go to my old road and drive past that house. There's like some energy with that place that I can't I can't touch it. Huh. That's so Did you have a rough time, uh, like a rough go while you were there? Like was shit kind of shitty? Like No, I mean, it left shitty, obviously, but I, I had a great time there. Like that was our, you know, like the first house that was like where we started the family. Like that uh-huh. was, you know, me and the boy had a lot of memories there, a lot of stuff with the dogs. Like I had nothing but good memories of the place. So, huh. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's one of those where I have nothing but good, but I cannot like. It's almost heartbreaking. I I know what you're yeah, trying to say. It's I've like, driven to that road and I cannot make that turn. I like I yeah. put my blinker on and I keep going straight. It's crazy. I cannot yeah. turn down that road. Well, when we drove past our old house on Saturday and there were people on the porch, I was like, because I always have this idea, I'm, we're gonna buy it again. I always have this idea, and I, when I saw the people, I was like what are they doing at my house? (laughs) (laughs) Like I knew it sold, but I hated seeing them, you know, because I'm like, they don't belong there. That's my Mm -hmm. house. But yeah, it's, it's very strange, but I'm glad I brought that up because I felt like it's nice to have other people relate on that Mm -hmm. level, you know, with the emotional like attachment to things like that. Um, I think you connect with, with that stuff. I mean, I really, I really think you do. I, or I think you can be totally neutral of it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, my first condo that I bought, I lived in it just because I needed a place to live. Like there was no attachment to it. Selling it was easy as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, I could get rid of it. It meant nothing to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I take my son back there to show him like what we do there and no, no attachment yeah. whatsoever. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is where we started things. But then it came to that house and I'm like, man, I can't, I can't go back there. Yeah. Yeah. And like this house, we have a beautiful house. It's not old. Yeah, and I keep the, bitching about it. And he yeah, goes like, what's wrong? Yeah, with but you, you can put old stuff in it. I know. And so I've been working on that. And that's that. what I yeah. keep saying. It's like, because this house was yes. basically vacant for like 20 years. There, one guy lived here kind of on and off. And it's like, uh, they keep telling her like, we have to make the memories here. We have to. You I know. know. I know. It so just it's... doesn't have the soul. Yep. I don't feel the soul of the house. So I guess I just have to create it on my mm-hmm. own somehow. Um, but I get don't, so, don't yeah. manifest it. I know. Right? <laughs> I am a master manifester. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, we'll have to see. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. But like we when we went to the garlic festival on Saturday, it was a lot of fun and um, great food. Oh, my gosh. Those truffle fries, mm-hmm. like garlic, Parmesan, oh, truffle, fries. Oh. truffle fries. Dude. I'm telling you, they were just like, mm, like we could have eaten yeah. tons of those things. <laughs> Don't so get me good. started on food. Oh, me too. I can't. I could talk about food forever. Yeah. But um, there was this lady there that so- sells like vintage aprons. And she uh, I, I got like emotional looking at these things because I felt so attached to these like cloths. I mean, they're they're stupid cloths. And I'm like, I have to buy one. Of and then you found an awesome one. <laughs> and then I found one that says pepper on it which is my nice yeah and i was like oh god this was so meant to be you know so yeah Mm -hmm. so just another thing you know it's Mm -hmm. like but i think you're right filling it with some antiquey things Yeah, but i've always been addicted to like thrift shops and stuff too like oh yeah thrift shops mm -hmm. are dope dude yeah 
Love like, love a good thrift store. Mm-hmm. I love repurposing stuff. I think there's I think there's a connection to things. I like I I really think there's certain things that are meant to be with you. You know, like yeah. and and you end up at that store for that reason that they pick it up. Boom. Yeah. But then that then you wonder is everything predestined and predetermined? Like you know, no, what I mean? it changes. Like, it's constantly changing depending on variable factors. You know, yeah. not yeah. But I also otherwise it's boring. Then, but then I also be, wonder if, if, like, did we used to live at those houses in other lifetimes? <laughs> I know that. Oh, that's kinda, a whole different rabbit you know trail right there. Yeah. Like, is that familiarity like just ingrained in us because we were there once before? You know, or in so, an alternate timeline? Yeah. Or yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's some connection to it, right? You have yeah. some subconscious connection to it. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah it's it and and when you start getting into that 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 just is like oh I that's know. <laughs> a whole mind just a mind fuck right there it is it is <laughs> i was looking it up too there's i guess there's 2.4 billion square acres in the u.s mm-hmm. so that would be about Half an acre per person, or a third quarter, of an acre, quarter acre or less, right? Because there isn't there eight billion people in the in the world. That's what they tell us. Yeah, yeah who knows? Mm-hmm. There's probably two billion or something. Who knows? It's how do they even count? It's so hard to know how they would even begin to understand how many people there are. That's, that's but yeah, going based off the numbers, that's what it says. But yeah, it's an interesting idea, though, for sure. So everyone could have about a quarter acre. That's what a that's what a normal plot is in like a yeah. subdivision. So. Mm-hmm. But how miserable would that be? You're living with yeah. everyone in the freaking mm-hmm. world. There's not even streets to drive down and shit. Yeah. And then where's all the farming going on? I guess it's all like 3D printed meat and stuff like it is. Yeah. Oh, KFC. <laughs> Beyond meat. Well, you're going to still have cities, right? And they would stack up. So, well, look what Saudi Arabia is doing, man. That rail city and stuff like that? that. That's like, dude, it's it's you guys haven't seen that. No. Mm-mm. Oh, man. That thing's crazy. Yeah, mean? dude. It's a uh, I can pull it up if if you want to check yeah, it out real yeah. quick before we leave, though, I do got to show you guys this wrestling video and you might not care. And you might not find it as funny as I did. It is so fucking funny, though, but I'm not going to play it right now. I'll find this this Saudi Arabian city. But, dude, I, I haven't laughed this hard in a while. So let me see if I can find this Saudi Arabian city first. Um, But, yeah, let's see. Saudi Arabian. What is yeah, it? Like they, have, they have one. They have the one that's like the rail system. Then they have the one that spins. I'm the not talking about like that one. Circular. You did Jeffrey Davis? No. It's called the line. The Saudi Arabian. Saudi Arabia. The line. I'll go to YouTube and type this in. Because uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it it is like you know. I know that it's it's easy to say that this is fear porn stuff. I believe that some of this is real. Um, it doesn't scare me, but I think that, you know, they're making it clear that this is a plan and it's just, it's really hard for us to, to acknowledge that it could be real. Mm. Um, because you know, it doesn't, you know, we've lived our lives, especially here in the United States, we've lived it pretty cushy and now we're starting to get into some weird shit here, but yeah, so here is the line. I'm actually going to play it first because, uh, I'm sure I'm going to get an ad. Should I just play it, Matt? Yeah, go for it. Okay, because yeah, the, you know we don't. I know we don't like. Yeah, we'll get our action. five seconds of freedom. Just mute it. Okay. Fucking YouTube. Yeah, these ads here. Um. So yeah, the smart city. 
Um, yep. It's supposedly pretty controversial. Here we go. Yeah. Five seconds of fury. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks, you. Don't advertise on Google Ads or Facebook. Not a fun you know, Like when they really fuck you like that. All right, here we go. Countless governments and companies have taken a stab at building a city of the future. There's Songdo in South Korea, the Alphabet-funded Keyside Project in Toronto, which was abandoned in May of last year. And both Singapore and Barcelona have tried to modernize with smart sensors. In January of 2021, Saudi Arabia announced plans for its own futuristic city called The Line. Instead of communities sprawling outward from a central location, they would be built vertically and arranged, well, in a line, hence the name. Even though the vision for the city stretches 170 kilometers, it would do away with cars entirely and instead be connected by high-speed rail that would travel the entire length in just 20 minutes. And each individual community would be largely self-contained so that almost anything you could need, be it a school, a doctor, or a quick meal, would be only a five-minute walk away. The government says the line will run on 100% clean energy and make extensive use of sensors and AI to manage the city's services. And all of this is supposed to be nestled in the pristine natural landscape of the Tabuk province with minimal impact on the environment. Now the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman has revealed grandiose renders of what the city will look like to match the grandiose plans. The line is envisioned as a giant glass and mirrored wall 170 kilometers long, 200 meters wide, and 500 meters tall. That's taller than the Empire State Building. It would have greenery yeah, stretching along the top, an open air ventilation system to help maintain an ideal... Well, these yeah. motherfuckers have the money wow. to do this, too. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, this is crazy. Dude, these guys are buying out golfers, like some of the highest paid athletes in the world. Hey, we have the money to do it, too. They just choose right. not to. They just choose to give it to ukraine and siphon it back to others right and what's interesting if you look at this like and you look at like any new star wars movie or any like you see these cities where they're like this so is that all just predictive programming i don't know i mean i mean it's crazy dude yeah it's crazy thank uh, you google uh, up in that search bar type type in circular city from saudi arabia i don't know it's middle eastern circular city I don't know which one it is. It could be one of the. Um, you know what else? I you know, I, I, Nico. I saw you kind of like noticed when they said like the zero carbon stuff. Uh... ESG movement is. Uh, tell me when to stop. This whole ESG movement of the environmental, social justice, and um, corporate governance is being is it's becoming huge. No. And I actually talked. To, do you see it? No, I don't see it. I actually, in uh, the previous uh, release of this show that we did last week, Matt, like I, I'm releasing it tomorrow, and I talked about um, some of the ESG stuff, and it's taking all these different companies and rating them based on their carbon footprint. Yeah. And guess what, what the number one best, most effective, wholeheartedly like good company in the world is when it comes to ESG? Microsoft. Of course it is. Microsoft and and Lockheed Martin is on there. They yeah. you know the people that build weapons because those of death. those drones are so carbon efficient. That's right. what I'm saying. These and they're eliminating the other carbon around. Yeah. So anything. So you have a plane and it blows up a building full of people. 
It just reduced carbon, so I guess that's a good thing. I well, mean, so uh, listen to this, though, dude. McDonald's, they took McDonald's, and McDonald's follows the whole corporate agenda, the, the globalist agenda and all this shit. And MSCI, the company that is really kind of monopolized this ESG stuff, they took McDonald's and McDonald's who, you know, completely irresponsible with how they source beef, right? And they have a massive, they have the, the carbon emissions of Hungary and Portugal combined. So <laughs> as, as entire countries, McDonald's itself has this kind of emissions. McDonald's is like, how can we get higher up, uh, you know, in the ESG ratings? And uh, they basically removed their emission score in 2021 and McDonald's added recycling bins to their Fran their French locations. And this brought them up into the top 100 and companies that are most effective at like zeroing down on and then you look into plant. the recycling and it's all bullshit. All the numbers yeah. on there that's been going around now. When it's in one country, because they already have the recycling bins here in the U.S. They have them all in most of the West. France is a westernized country. Dude, th what they're still they still have all these cows that are being completely irresponsibly sourced, you know, abused animals and shit, which, you know, I love my meat and stuff. But, dude, I hate I hate the abuse of animals. It's shitty. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So many companies that are just like they they it, it's literally fascism. It's like, and, how much can you cooperate? And with all their doing? leadership is flying around on private jets and, you know, doing all this stuff that's totally not you know, yeah. environmentally friendly. That but was never cut Ford, back right. that. That mm. was another thing. Ford is above Tesla because, you know, Elon Musk is pretending that he's going against all this stuff. But the electronic car company has a worse carbon footprint than Ford. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So and then you look into the mining of all these lithium and shit, like to make the batteries. It's it's all a joke. Everything. Yeah. It's a scam. It's the mm -hmm. new hot button. It's the new scam to try and get people to, to buy in. And, and then you got to buy a gas powered generator to charge your Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it, it really is fascism. It all, it's just seeing like, you know, how, how much will these corporations bend the knee to work with mm -hmm. the, the government's agendas. Right. And that's mm -hmm. all that it is. And they, they admit that at, on some level, like at cop 26 and stuff, but it's getting crazy. And and yeah, that's why, you know, um, I know, you know, it's fear porny and stuff, but I think that they're that this is the goal, whether they get there or not. I think it's the goal. So could be. Could be. And we're here to stop that goal. <laughs> Speak for yourself, bro. I, I I was I was there in 2020. I'm done trying to stop that mm -hmm. goal. I'm just going to let other people know of some shit they've done before, but trying to stop it. Yeah, fuck it, dude. I'm a speed bump. We're just That's living the thing. our. We're not going to stop it. No, no, we're having fun talking about it and and showing the idiocracy of it all. Right. That's that's all we're here to do. We're not stopping anything. We're just showing other people how ludicrous and how much we've been lied to and how much more there is than what we've been indoctrinated into. Right. And and the three different shows right here show it because with the paranormal side of things and then i go into the history side and ryan does a lot of the you know societies conspiracies a lot of the heavy stuff deep dives and it's like everybody has their own but there's everything has been perverted and corrupted in some way so it's yes. all connected it's it's crazy mm -hmm. so true everything black rock there is, is no sponsoring truth. my podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> sweet well done yeah. 
it's it's crazy man but uh yeah we're fucked we'll yes. say that. how's that that's perfect that? <laughs> all right well let's get out of here uh nico Good rosie what do you guys I got gotta, I, I gotta show this video though you can, I gotta no, no, show no, this video. Absolutely. we gotta see the rest of the outro oh on the outro okay yeah. good point <laughs> nico sorry so sorry nico and on. rosie what do you guys got going on uh upstate unconventional and other platforms like ig and fun stuff huh? yeah <laughs> <laughs> well we always want someone to come into a show and talk about their spooky stories because that's like really fun for us so anyone out there that wants to talk about anything unconventional with us doesn't even have to be spooky just what's your unconventional you know job that you have um really anything yeah you know, we're open to a lot of stuff so uh, we love that. Yeah. And weird. We're we like doing to keep our it thing. weird. Yeah. There, you we're know? doing our thing. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it weird in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. But yeah, upstate unconventional and it's on Instagram and you have, I don't know, 700 Instagram accounts you can share. Yeah. You can find me for, for the podcast sake. We'll do rosie.quartz underscore at Instagram. There you go. Well, thank you guys. Thank, no, thank you. you. This is fun. When All right, right. When's the one year anniversary of this show, Matt? This show will be probably what's today? The third, probably next week. Like it was like the it was about a month after I started the other mm -hmm. one. So it was like the second week of October. Yeah, because nice. that, that's crazy to think that the first episode was like almost a year ago. That's yeah. I know. Who else? Davy and Emily were on it with us. Yep. It's yep. Wild. It's <clears throat> funny. It hasn't changed much. <laughs> the only thing we've done is we cut down the amount of guests because now we actually get to talk a little bit more, you know, like mm -hmm. get more out of everybody. Because mm -hmm. we had somewhere we had one time, right? I think we had like six people. It was chaos. Yeah, dude, that first episode was so good, though, man. It, it, yeah. it, like, you know, a lot of people like myself included, when you start a show, it it's a little rocky. And you feel kind of awkward sitting there behind the microphone talking. You feel kind of crazy doing it, especially if you're by yourself doing it. And then it like gets smoothed out. That first one was so good. And so like, you know that you kind of like got something good going when the first episode's good. Mm -hmm. It was just easy, right? It's just a bunch of us talking. Yeah, and that's yeah. the whole point of it. It's like, I don't want people to bring research. You know, if you have a, have a video you want to show or you want to talk about something, I'll give you a couple minutes, but we're not spending an hour on one topic you know we even when we did the old world we were bouncing back and forth between stuff um and that's the purpose of this i just want to hear what other people got going on because it's such a wild time everybody has a cool story right now mm. whether it doesn't matter how boring you think your life is because if you think our lives are real exciting you fucking <laughs> out of your mind look what i'm doing on fucking monday night i'm, I'm here you know on friday night i'm here like I, i'm not doing anything crazy exciting but at the same time, when we do get to do cool shit, it's fun to share with other people. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The group shows are the shit. Yep. But, so yeah. All right, right. Let's uh, let's Dude, get this yeah. video and we will get out of here. Okay. Like I said, if you're not into wrestling, this isn't that funny. I'm not that into wrestling. <laughs> I but was dude, huge into wrestling when I was younger. Okay. So what this is, when were you into it, Matt? Like, or, uh, sorry, Nico, were you into it? Like during like the rock he's, era? He's yeah, the rock, old. Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is right okay. around like time. When the big show came in, it's when I kind of 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, so mm -hmm. I this is before like our era, Nico. Mm -hmm. But like, I was into it too with The Rock. The Rock was my favorite. But this is this debut of this dude, and there's a lot going on here that, that you can't really see. But <laughs> this dude, once he so once he makes his entrance and he starts moving his hands, someone else is supposed to be doing his voice for him, but there's a mistake that goes on there's several mistakes here and remember this is live on tv <laughs> while this is going on so just watch this and there's a there's a little bit of yelling in the beginning now is this um, this it, is on wwe but it looks like the set of like montel williams or something or phil donahue it's hilarious i, I know dude they do make it look like it's like a, a lukewarm like yellow room and shit but Okay, so just bear with the yelling and wait until the Shockmaster makes his entrance. It's a short video, and you'll right. enjoy every minute of it. So here you go. Hey, hey, no, 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 who their special tag team face. partner is, brother. You Get better cool down. Now you yeah, shut yeah. up. I'll cool down when I want to, Sting. It seems to me, if you was as smart as you act like you are, you wouldn't have waited this close to war games to tell everybody who your partner is. Well, do you want me to tell you right now what I'm talking? No, you shut, shut up what I'm talking. What the hell are doing? They need one of those jackets oh, and tassels. Come on, no, I don't Sting. Tell the people who the secret partner is going to be. All I have to say is, all I have to say is, our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than the Shock Master. Right. The Shock Master. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Stormtrooper helmet. He's got a, uh, a blinged out Stormtrooper oh, helmet. But look, so he is. I don't care who you are, boy. I don't give a damn. He's trying are. to mind his voice. And this guy's yelling at him. You're gonna gonna his voice coming. Someone else's voice coming. So you're uh, the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world. Look, all the glitter came off on his chest and shit. Did he see that? Oh my god, dude. It's, it's so, dude, he's like dazzled. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. Oh my god, I'm ready. this is so funny, dude. I was Along that with Davy Boy, Sting, and Who Dusty Rhodes. It's Shockmaster, didn't you hear no, 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 but did they ever disclose who the actual wrestler was? No, and what they had to do, they had to change his whole persona up because he wasn't supposed to show his face. And, and he fell, yeah. Instantly, he shows his face because his stupid mask falls off. And, and they changed this whole thing up to a construction worker that's clumsy on the job. Because he couldn't have wrestled with that mask on. He would have no, had to come it up with some worst. other mask, too. Oh, my God. And that fucking, that voice changer was like one of those bad, uh, like, smoking commercials from, like, yeah, the 90s where the lady's holding the thing yep. up to her throat. Yeah, uh, dude, What a joke. Funny, man. Just because of the fucking, just the stupidity of it is funny. Stormtrooper helmet. Just, 
he just tries to barge in and fucking trips over something and each shit on live tv dude that is awful but if you're listening to it in headphones you can hear rick flair talking to vince mcmahon backstage and vince mcmahon's like did he fucking fall like real quiet (laughs) yeah and and rick flair's like yeah he did and then they're like shit and all the producing crew back backstage is like like they're all like pissed off because it's live and like they it's just so funny dude but yeah he uh worst worst debut ever i did go to a wwf event back in it's probably like late 90s maybe early 2000s and it was freaking awesome i have to say like yeah i mean i i think it's goofy as hell but i mean if people like it it's cool i took my son a couple weeks ago and it was fun man it was a, mm-hmm. it was a, like all it is is a energetic exchange yeah that's yeah. all it is people get amped up i mean the crowds are you know some interesting people in themselves, yeah. man. A lot of these the cream of the grow- crop. I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a you know a role playing fair. I mean, a lot of these guys are the wrestlers that are wrestling that night in full attire. Except the teeth to human ratio is really low. I'm sure that very low, <laughs> very low. And and the the seats, they really should have two seats, but they only squeeze into one, so it makes Ooh. it very uncomfortable. Oh. We know a few people like that. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note right anything else no dude just i wanted to share that with you guys i was cry laughing at work today over that so yeah Uh, what about you matt nothing nothing much at all uh just the joys of this show yeah man it was great to see nico again and then great to meet you rosie you too ryan uh, yeah awesome awesome episode as always matt all right guys stuff As always, stay strong and question everything.